We were making fun of this bullied kid. She was she deserved it. She was like in seventh grade and she wrote like an original song about how hard it is to be in seventh grade. You are just bullying a seventh hold grade. On, hold on, hold on now. Uh first, she's fine because she's on TV and she doesn't even know who I am. Hi, welcome to Table Stop. This is a podcast where four best friends talk about board games, video games, and random BS. I'm Dan. I'm Ritter. I'm Rainy. And I'm Kyle. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Hello. What do you want? You invited us here. No now one. you're in our house with all this stuff here. What are you doing over there? Think you're golfing? Look at Mr. Golf Pants over here with your golf sticks. That's what they are, right? Sticks? Those are just regular pants. So when you have a cabbie, that's just like the squire for golf, right? <laughs> Hello, my lord, here is your nine iron. Please right. slay the dragon. Also, it's a caddy, not a cabbie. A cabbie Whatever. is a cab driver. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they do the same. The, 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 the cart, they drive a cart. Beep, beep. What oh, if it's the, sha- no, the same job the description? Cart. They do the same thing. It's just on weekends, they're like caddies. And Why can't a caddy be a cabbie? Have you guys never been a caddy before? Because I was a caddy once, and you... You don't know. Were you also a squire? You just you just hold the little bag with all the little the well, little sticks in it, and they go, "Hey, give me this stick," and you do. But wait, you don't. You can't drive. How were you a cabbie? I wasn't a cabbie. <laughs> <laughs> what is this taxi driver? Was Danny DeVito there? What is this? <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, that's what I want to see. Like crazy caddy, and it's like a guy who's like on a golf cart. But it like doesn't go fast. It just like goes the speed of a regular golf cart. Hey, just they kinda... should go pretty fast. I've never driven one. Oh well, it shows. You fool. They they do not. Do <laughs> they have told? speeds? Hey, my yeah, the, the one I was they in can go up pretty like 60 fast. Miles but an hour. then again, the brakes were pretty. No, they good. can't. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure if you put like a V8 engine in it, what are even engines do they have? Are they electric? like little motor ones, little Fish electric drive. ones. Yeah, double A battery. Oh, okay. Yeah, one and a half <laughs> volt. Then gotcha. Energizer bunny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Squire, well, fetch me my nine iron. Yeah, you still didn't answer my question. So when the when the dude's up on his horse and he's got the that's what the dude is who carries all his junk. Like that he helps him up on the horse, I think. I think you can have like multiple squires if you're like high enough knighthood. And they like get you on the horse when you're in your armor and they like get you off your horse and they give you your swords. So is does Tiger Woods get followed around by an entourage of caddies then? You know what? I hadn't considered. Yeah. Exactly. If you are a higher tier golfer, you probably have multiple cabbies. You have I a don't think that's how it works. I think caddy. they only have one. Right. You got to like announce him. Yeah. And play in your fanfare. Flag bearer caddy. Right. The guy who puts the flag up in the <laughs> hole for the thing. Well, are there like feudal lords above these 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 golfers that like own the golf courses and they send the golfers out to protect the golf courses from the other golf courses? Is there like a king at the top of this pyramid of of Golf nobles and golf lords and golf counts. Yeah, it's the country club. Is there like an NGA? <laughs> yeah, is there really like a national that. golfing league thing? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Tiger a big Woods golf thing. Tiger ah. Woods is actually the only uh, golfer with two caddies. One of them is just to delete his text history, though. Oh. <laughs> Does, did he get a thing? <laughs> we haven't did he forgotten have something Tiger. happen for texts? Oh, he cheated, on his, he cheated on his like supermodel wife with a bunch of ladies. Mm. Like so many, like they were just crawling out of like the walls. Like I <laughs> had sex with Tiger Woods. No, it was like that scene with Spartacus. I'm Spartacus, but they were all actually telling the truth. 
I see. It's pretty wild. You know, well, a, l- a lot of people on the golf course anymore don't even use golf carts. They use Segways. What? Uh, Do they? <laughs> no, they <laughs> don't. No. No, you a, can't ride a Segway when bad, you've been day drinking. It's a bad attempt to Wait, to use do golfers go out drunk? Yeah, that's yeah, the whole absolutely. point. You get drunk no. and you Jesus play golf. Christ, they drink horribly so dangerous. Yeah. Know, they drink beer and they swing a stick and hit a ball with it. That's the only at, way to make it fun. At like 180 miles an hour. What? Well, I mean, they make sure no one else is on the hole that they're golfing on. Yeah, they're hitting know, the I'm ball. I'm going to look up average speed of a golf ball. I'm going to see what the heck that is because it's probably not slow. Because you got all that force multiplied by the stick. I don't know what started this golf discussion, but I love it. Welcome to the golf cast. Uh, the four best Dan's golfers. Pants, golf cat pants. Right. I'm not even wearing golf pants. It's just jeans. Yeah, I mean, you could golf in jeans. No, nah, I wouldn't golf in jeans. You want to wear yeah. some shorts on that one? Oh, I got yeah. average speed of a human. 28 miles an hour. How is that average? That's not average. That doesn't seem correct. You, that's like the top running speed of like who's maximum Bolt. running. Google, you have lied to me. <laughs> it says average speed, maximum running is now twenty eight. Still pretty dang quick. Man, can I say I would not wear shorts golfing because you have to go into that tall grass to get your ball. There might be ticks. Just get good. Just get good. Stay pants. out of the tall grass. I would most certainly wear regular people pants. Uh huh. They can hit speeds greater than 111 miles an hour. That's like 1%, but the average is like 96 miles an hour. That's, yeah, like but if that's how fast people like throw baseballs and <laughs> yeah, if people are still drunk. Yeah, like, uh, off, off kilter, you yell four and everyone's like, oh, watch out. Ah. Yeah. Four what? Four Scottish. That's how <laughs> Scottish you have to be to golf. <laughs> you have to be four Scots before you can golf? Yes, you have to go, I'm Scottish. You remember that Scottish uh, golfer villain on Kim Possible? I don't know anything you just uh, said there. Nope. Kim Possible had the best villains, and one of them was literally a Scottish golfer, like the most stereotypical Scottish golfer, and he had like exploding golf balls that he would like shoot at her. Is golfing a Scottish thing? Yeah, it was yeah. developed in Scotland was way though? back in the day. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Think about it, you're hitting hills. a rock with a stick. What's more Scottish than that? Scott, I think it's Scotland that like people just pick up logs and throw them as a sport. Well, I expect yeah, that yeah, from yeah. Scotland, but golf is like the most boring sport I can think of. I would think something more exciting. Well, you get from... drunk, you get drunk throughout the day, and you get progressively more angry while you hit this tiny <laughs> rock into a hole with okay, a stick. Okay, when you factor the anger into yeah. it, I could see that. <laughs> Sorry, anybody, any <laughs> listeners from Scotland. <laughs> And or golfers. <laughs> and or golfers. <laughs> Don't apologize to the golfers. The they know what they did. I will not apologize to Tiger Woods. You know exactly what you did. Tiger. Just cool, cool your jets, Tiger. You're Tiger. at like an 11. You need to, you need to rock it back to like a seven. I don't even know his still thing. Is what he still he golfing? Is he still relevant? Uh, yeah, he is actually. Oh. Also, is it controversial to say that I don't think sex addiction is like a real disease? I think people make it up so they can like fuck. Brave. Is that Brave. is that controversial? Is that I, a controversial opinion? No, everybody knows it. Because like it, he used that as like an oh I have, I have a sex addiction, so that's why. No, you don't. You made that up. All y'all made that up. It's not like it's not. A, you're foolish. Did you see they officially recognized a uh, gaming addiction. I did as see that actually. A like legitimate addiction that that's, you can suffer from. I also from. think that's pretty absurd. It's more believable than sex addiction, but yeah, it's because still gambling pretty is absurd. a thing. Like gambling, oh, yeah. people throw literally all of their money. If you can actually throw all of your money away into a thing that you cannot eat, 
that I think you can consider that ga- that an You know what? You're right. Games with like loot boxes and stuff like that and like pay to play games, I can I can't see how that would be classified as an addiction. Well, I was thinking like just like Skyrim or something. You could absolutely get addicted to playing Skyrim. If you play Skyrim to the point where you don't eat, you have developed an addiction. There's those stories of like uh Korean war- World of Warcraft players like literally starving to death in internet cafes cuz they just they're they're doing raids for like 2 or 3 weeks straight. That's just wild to me. Like, I can't imagine. I'd get bored. Yeah. I get so bored. Uh, it's a thing in the brain. But I guess yeah, if it tickles your brain, right? Yeah, the loot box oh. thing I see is a separate issue from the gaming addiction thing because that is just gambling yeah it is gambling. gambling it's like outlawed in some countries for australia. being gambling australia is one of yeah them. hopefully u.s that'd be nice that's yeah, the main problem i have with fortnite that's the main issue i have before a lot of people don't like fortnite because they're like oh man those kids and their fortnite and they're flossing and stuff but i've never been one to hate the younger generation for their silly little trends because we have all had them but the fact that fortnite relies Pogs so heavily on like loot boxes and paying exorbitant amounts for skins and everything it gets these kids into like this gambling and mindset very young like you get like eight nine year olds that are like just buy me the fortnite skin just give me some money for loot boxes for christmas and stuff like that and it's like that's insane to me even like as young as like Hannah's uh niece is about four years old, and for Christmas she asked for a YouTuber's like loot box uh toy that he started selling. It's like this famous YouTuber kid mm. uh who like does a bunch of like unboxing videos and like toy videos and everything that she's like four and she's obsessed with. And for Christmas, that's what she asked for. He has like these ninety dollar like surprise eggs and you see the surprise egg trend happening a lot with kids like a lot of kids toys nowadays are like which one are you gonna get open this egg and see and stuff like that and that's all back loot going back to that loot box mentality a lot of people don't think about it that way but it really is it's all preparing we, them and getting them into this gambling mindset we, uh, super that early has, but we had that stuff too when we were kids yeah yeah like but the it's because like a huge new trend like the gumball medium. machines were different but these are like pricey incredibly pricey and it's like all the most popular toys right now are those surprise egg or loot box toys like they are like yeah. if you talk to any kids those are the big things every kid wants right now it's not like barbies or like little figurines or stuff like that it's all about those loot box style toys and it's, it's from like three well, clear to origins, like 15 Remember that yeah. thing you get at Origins, like 20 bucks? It was a gigantic dang box of things. Yeah. Surprise, like surprise packs, yeah. And they've always been pretty. Ad- I know when I see, I mean, God, first year we went to Origins, they had little, that guy was selling those $20 surprise bags. They were just full of like $1 junk, but I bought like three of them. And I shouldn't have. I know. It really is just like, it sucks you in and it's not good, Poor though. Maybe this is me being oh, an old timer, yeah. but like. Every time I see like one of those surprise things, I'm like, I I want the thing that I want. I don't the, the whole opening no, up agree. a box and seeing what I get doesn't yeah. have any appeal whatsoever to me. I'm I agree completely. And you get they get more money out of you because like instead of just buying one of each toy like you might, you have to continuously buy 
the surprise egg to try to get the most rare one. Like if your kid's like, I want the purple one the most, and the purple one has a one in one thousand rate of being in that fucking egg, you're you just have to keep buying them. You can't just buy the purple one. Like with Barbie, if you're like, oh, I want swimsuit Barbie, just buy. Can you imagine if Barbie was like loot box style? <laughs> loot box Barbie. Are you gonna Barbie get formal Barbie? Are you gonna get veterinarian Barbie? Well, Maybe I just got Barbie. pregnant yeah. Barbie with the weird creepy stomach that you open up and the baby's inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they like did that insane. with Matchbox cars. Do you remember those? They'd be like an all black package. Yeah, I was like, thing. that's like dumb. I want the card that I want. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's crazy. It definitely forces you to spend more money on it. Or you have to pay like an incredibly overpriced like price online because they've put this fictional value on a different color of one of their weird little creatures or something. Well, I mean, the, the scarcity scarcity breeds demand. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's the same principle as booster packs for trading card games, just applied yeah. to more things in life. Yeah, and literal same thing. It's just yeah. it's just stressful. I know when like Hannah was telling me that's what her niece wanted for Christmas, I was like, whoa, that's insane! Like a ninety dollars surprise egg for him, this boy YouTuber that just opens up other toys. The fact that I have a whole nother rant about how the kids are like insane about watching unboxing videos on youtube now too but that's that's a whole that seems like he's been in trend thing. for years now. Oh i like God, unboxing yeah. things my baby brother there are still some of those i watch yeah but my baby brother from one to three all he would do was sit there for hours like hours it is. and just sit there and watch other kids or adults open up toys and he'd just be absolutely entranced it got to the point where like by the time he was like four i would catch him doing mock unboxing videos alone in his room like he'd be alone in his room with a toy like hey guys this is today i'll do with it and i was like hey hey buddy how you doing in here never <laughs> got the weird. appeal of unboxing things like I, I don't either i've seen i've trying been trying to look up like at certain points in the past i've tried to look up reviews of something maybe like yeah a, a throwing knife or something I was just trying to find and I would just find plethoras of these unboxing videos of these people just like taking it out of the package just doing it so slow and then get to the review in like the last like two minutes of it like wrapping it up like oh it's okay it's good it's sharp it's balanced that's it like, <laughs> like 50 yeah. yeah I guess it may be a little different because the main unboxing things that I have watched have been for Beyblades and then admittedly a few of the things for Gundam kits but that's because I want to see like what mechanics or gimmicks they throw in but Beyblades is at least the guy unboxes he's like yo check this i got this thing here's all the parts here's what this tip is supposed to do here's a few launches you know what actually i i I lied i have watched like unboxing videos but it's always for like warhammer stuff and it's like i want to see what's on that sprue exactly what bits you're getting i want to see yeah i could see looking at from that angle but as a kid i don't know Maybe it's kind of like how when we were kids we had like the Sears catalog for Christmas and we would just like see like all of the toys and that like sick like 10 page spread and just go, oh man, I want that G.I. Joe and I want that race car track. Oh, it's so cool. That's like market research though. That's not just like looking at something just for the sheer like lizard brain value of seeing something being open that you don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, because like like when I was a kid, the only time I looked through those catalogs is when my dad went, circle what you want for Christmas, I don't know. And I'd be like, okay, I'd like this and this and this, and then I'd hand it back. I didn't just like 
look through it for fun or oh, anything. Oh, I look even. through it for fun for hours. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh man, you've got to be a minority in that because I, I just am. only look through it when I was like told to. Yeah, because like I would just like remember. Uh, you guys probably don't remember, but the big toy back whenever I was like five or six was uh, Crash Test Dummies. There's a little plastic three inch models that you put together. Like, they had arms that popped off and legs that popped off. It was all part of this national, like, click it or ticket initiative. Mm-hmm. And, um, was that a safety thing? It was a safety thing, but I loved it so much. I had a and motorcycle of them. I had the motorcycle. I had the truck, both of the cars, the crash. I had a whole bunch. <laughs> but that's beside the point, because the back of the package would have a preview of, like, all the other releases in that set. So, like, oh, man, there's the purple dude. He's real cool. Oh, that's a cool helicopter. Oh, man, those are, that's a cat and dog that flattened out when you run it over with a car. Real fucked up. Just <laughs> now hitting me. Crash test dummies were real fucked up. Yeah, but that's still, new to me. Like, I would look at that and, I don't know, maybe that's the same thing people get out of watching. I guess the mystery thing, though. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's all very, it's all very odd to me for sure. Like going back to oof. the original thing that he mentioned, though, the gaming addiction. Like it, I think what they're addressing is something different from just the mystery gambling. Just like, kind of like a general gambling like I have been playing this video game for twelve. Ba- like, what game did you stop playing because you lost an entire like two it, weeks it, of your life? Okay, this is a perfect. This is a perfect time to bring this up. <laughs> I will no longer play Skyrim in the entirety of my life because of this. There was a time at college to where we had we had this thing called J-Term in college. I'll, I'll make this quick spot, I promise. At, and uh, the, the, our first freshman year of college, when we had a winter break, we had to go back. We had our winter breaks for like six weeks or something like that. Uh, we only got three weeks on our freshman year because we had to go back the last three weeks and have something called J-Term. It was like this little short class that we had to take. We just picked one, and we had to be there for three weeks just for that class. But sophomore through senior year, those the last those three weeks were just ours. We just got all six weeks off. And I like to just stay at the college and just work at the local boiler room just so I could pay off my textbooks for that year. I just needed to get some extra income. And during those three weeks, me and my other roommate, we did both of the same thing. We just stayed on campus and worked. The only things we did were eat, sleep, go to work, and then play Skyrim. We did nothing else for the entirety of those three weeks. And I like after it happened and school actually started back again, I just took a step back like those three weeks, nothing else in my life happened but this game. I will swear off Skyrim for the rest of my life. I never touched it again. <laughs> and that, like that... The, like how much of a blur those three weeks were. It was fun. It was. I loved Skyrim. I beat it. I I played the crap out of it. I played like almost every single part of it. I didn't one hundred percent complete it, but I I just looking at it and seeing how much of my life not wasted, but just eaten up by that game. <laughs> I can see how that gaming addiction thing is real. I yeah, really can. That's fair. I mean, I. Whenever I borrowed Red Dead Redemption 2, I played it, like, a lot. Like, I would come home and play it as much as I could from work, but I never really felt like, oh, I'm addicted to this, and I don't look back on it, and I'm like, man, I was, like, addicted. It was just fun. I was just having a good time. It was an enjoyable game. I played it whenever I had the time to, and it was a good time. A a hobby I enjoyed. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I've just, I never really had a super addictive personality. I do like those little surprise boxes, but I'm not like, I gotta have a fucking surprise box. <laughs> like, I just like them every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to like the little candy surprise bags and everything. 
a lot more than just like picking out a couple things of candy. It's just like, ooh, what am I going to get? But I never like felt like I'm addicted to this. I need it. I need my fix. Oh, I felt that before games. Really? Oh, yeah. Mm. Like yeah. Skyrim, I absolutely felt Dang. that. The entire time I was working in the boiler room, the only thing I could think of was, man, I got to get back to Skyrim. Man, I got to beat that giant <laughs> that killed me. Man, I got to I got to explore that one cave. That's all I got to do. I was just nothing on my mind but that. Dang. Because there, there was no other video game I could think of in my time that was as hyped as Skyrim was. Skyrim when it was, was really hype. I remember was I was in high thing. school at the time, and uh, my my good friend was like obsessed with it. Yeah. It was crazy. Good times. It's been, maybe it's because I'm, I don't know, getting up there. I'm up there, but like, it's been probably since maybe it's college. It's been. Since, um. It's been. One wish. Anyways, it's, it's been a really long time since, uh. Has it? A game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do tell. Don't go on. Nah. No, don't give me that look. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a really long time since the game's like was like, hey, this is all you're gonna think about. This is all you're gonna do. Like it, it stars. Had... What? Stellaris? Nah, Stellaris isn't like that. Yeah, Stellaris okay. is something you can just like leave for yeah. a week and come back to. I have to agree with him on that one. Like I don't play games like I used to. I might have maybe five or six hours a week that I actually sit down and play a video hmm. video game. All right, fair. My objection is uh, overruled. Except what for what I'm going to talk about in my haps. Yeah. Man, speaking of haps and video games, perhaps now is a good time to go into the hap time. Oh, man. The hap zone. That's a strong hap segue. Zone. That's okay. a fully charged segue. It's a regular old <laughs> good segue. Wait, are segues electric? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Saving the environment, except for you got to, like, you know, make that electricity. Paul Hart knew what was up. Man, if Paul Blart was here, what would you Paul ask Blart him? Paul Blart from Die Hard? Paul Blart from Die Hard. <laughs> Paul yes. Blart, I would ask him, uh, what was it like inspiring the movie Die Hard? Paul Blart would have been like, listen, uh-huh. listen, uh-huh. Uh, my name's Kevin James. <laughs> Paul Blart was a character James. and he was a mistake. What was it like working with Bruce Willis? <laughs> no, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> I, I'm Kevin James. I've never worked with... Did Kevin you James? actually have to bandage your foot when you walked on all of that glass? <laughs> that was Die Hard. My name is Kevin James. I was in Paul Blart Mall Club. And so that, Paul was, Mall Club. that was Die Kevin, Hard. My name is Kevin James. Kevin, did I you did have to wear a bald cap during the filming, or did you shave your head for it? The lines are blurred again. <laughs> My name is Kevin James. You're thinking about Bruce Willis? <laughs> Kevin, how did you lose so much weight for Die Hard? <laughs> Kevin, so ripped, Kevin really, James. we should be asking Bruce Willis how he gained so much weight. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Willis, why are you always in cargo shorts? Why are you I, never not wearing cargo that, that's shorts? The other American actor, his name is Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> how long did it take you to grow that mustache, Bruce Willis? <laughs> uh, oh, right. Hey, so uh, anyway, Segway. Hey, uh, Ritter. What? What have you been up to? Uh, your business. <laughs> All right. That was short for Ritter's part. All yeah, right. right. <laughs> quickest, All right haps, <laughs> quickest haps this side of something and others. Halfsville. Been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV, getting ready for the new expansion that's coming out. They got Ooh. Shadowbringers coming. It's going to raise level cap from 70 to 80. Going to add two new jobs, add the uh, two new races. Uh, bring a lot of changes to how every single class plays at the moment. A lot of classes are losing abilities, a lot of classes are gaining abilities, and uh, a lot of rotations are changing. So, 
That should be interesting to see. I'm just trying to get to the point where when it actually releases, I'll be able to play it. Where they had uh, Stormblood was the last one come out like two years ago. I still haven't gotten to it yet. Is 14 that old? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. 14's like been around since wow. thing. No, it's, uh, it's been around for a while. Everyone knows the thing had happened when it first released and it was awful. And they're like, oh, snap. We put out an awful thing. Let's fix this real quick. It would be like the equivalent of if no the Man's people Sky? in Bio... What? I was, uh, I was... No Man's Sky? Uh, no, I was thinking I Anthem. I think no he was going Sky. for Anthem. Yeah, he was going oh, for okay. Anthem. But yeah. exactly. It would be if they pulled Anthem right now and were like, give us a couple years they and should. then Man, fixed it wish. and put it out and it was the best thing ever. Man, do I wish. Man, yeah. EA, just just stop. Yeah. They could have done... Tiny segue, they actually came out with that cataclysm. Like that big... Mm. Like... Un- <laughs> like they came out with that tiny, like, uh, quote-unquote raid <laughs> event that they were going for, uh-huh. and it was very underwhelming from what I heard. Uh, yeah. Well, the fact that God, it's going free-to-play is pretty much the thing where they're like, yeah, we gave up. That's yeah. so heartbreaking. I was so obsessed and so in love, and I'm still very heartbroken by that. But but that's the thing. That's, yeah. the same. that's almost the level of catastrophe that it was whenever Oof. Final Fantasy XIV first came out. That's impressive. Can I segue off the segue real quick? Oh. Just an oh. even smaller segue. Oh, Dang. man. <laughs> so, remember this. Remember this feeling remember you have me. right now in your hearts. I remember how bad Anthem burned you. Yes. And use it. Okay. Use it to never, ever, ever, ever pre-order anything EA's ever done. Even though oh. it was Bioware, it's still EA. Can I say, uh, this <laughs> changes nothing about how unbelievably pure whole body hype I am for Death Stranding. Uh, oh, it changes trailer. absolutely yeah. nothing at all. I don't so, understand sorry. anything. I don't want to segue too <laughs> hard. Nothing. But did you watch that trailer? It changes not. nothing about my understanding for the game. I'm still that ladder was cool. That ladder I gotta was so say, cool. I uh, Kyle's gonna be shocked by this. I haven't had a chance to look up and watch the trailer yet, even though I've been obsessively watching every other trailer they've popped out and like forming wild conspiracy theories. I've just been I've been busy. I haven't got a chance you to look like up the, the new trailer. Yet. Of us all for that game. I know. And yeah. uh, trust me, after this this podcast, I'm immediately gonna look it up because I keep just <laughs> forgetting. I can't, I'm busy whenever I remember, and then I forget whenever I'm not busy. So I haven't got a chance to look it up yet. But man, am I about to look it up? And I'm just gonna like just like it's gonna be like math going on in my head like trying so, to like piece together like conspiracy that meme picture yeah. where, the, where exactly the person's like looking really picture. concerned and like <laughs> geometry's happening yes. and trigonometry's occurring i've already got theories man like i am full it, on like crazy like i'm about to build a bunker and only play death stranding and it kind of like <laughs> conspiracy theory it's a nine-minute right trailer. Now. You're gonna have a lot to chew on. Yeah. Thank God. And there's I'm, a lot of gameplay too. I need. Yeah. To, I need to watch it. You at least know that it's a third-person kind of walking simulator with some combat. It looks. I'm like. glad they showed nice. at least some combat because I was getting worried. Yeah. That it was I was like, just this is gonna be a walking simulator. Kind of yeah, I gotta. I gotta watch it. Sorry to segue even more, but I do gotta watch that. I keep forgetting yeah. when I'm not busy. So does that still reflect your theory that uh, it's not gonna live up to a type that it's been too overhyped? I'm still going to be on it. Oh, yeah, I'm still completely on that. It's either going to be a 1 or a 10, and either way, it's going to be worth playing. I'm already ready for it to be an 11. Like, I'm already fully committed. I will die on this hill. It is going to be 11 out of 10. You cannot change my mind. If it somehow does well, I 
I guarantee that none of the questions in the story are going to be answered. <laughs> I hope you're not. Going to be, you're going to leave that game, finish it completely, and still be as confused as when you came in. If this is the most perfect game in the world, Kyle's just going to wake up to me teabagging him one day. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe that. Yeah, yeah. Get wrecked. <laughs> So anyway, 14? yeah, and that's a, that's about it for the Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm interested to see what they do with the rotations. A lot of people are mad because they think that uh, healers are going to become boring. Because right now, healers kind of hectic because you're expected to DPS while you're keeping everybody alive. Really? There's not like a dedicated, like, you heal, just watch everybody's health bar? No, that's what it's sort of leaning to. But right now, no. If you, I mean, you can do that and make a dungeon take like 20 minutes longer than it normally would. Oh, or you not. can help and, you know, so not... When you said rotations, what do you mean by that? Uh, okay, so you're playing Monk. You have a... Monk especially is probably the most categorical... You have a rotation and you stick to it. When you do your first attack, it's Boot Shine, where he does like a flurry of punches. That puts you into a form. It's a, like Raptor form or something like that. And now you have access to two other moves that you couldn't use before. And this is either one that does a good amount of damage or one that increases your damage for 10 seconds. So you hit that one. So now you have a damage buff, and that switches you into another form, and now you can do a third move that you could not do. And now this one can either do damage or put a damage over time on somebody. And you do, say you put damage over time, and now you're back to your original form. So... This is kind of an MMO, kind of? Or? Oh, yeah, it's 100% MMO. Yeah, Final oh, Fantasy XIV is the MMO. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I always assume Final Fantasy is like single-player, like a uh, turn-based role-playing game. No. Well, I mean, there's uh, most of them, except for like 15, that's not really turn-based. Uh, well, to a point, I guess you could call it. It's more like action RPG at that point. Hmm. But, um, yeah, if you're talking like six or seven or even one or two, that's all, yeah, turn-based, what you're thinking of, stereotypical. Okay. But they had um, 11. It was an MMO, which is still possibly running. Need fact-check on that one. But uh, oh. 14 is definitely running. It's one of the more popular MMOs in the world at the moment. Really? They're claiming 16 million players. Wow. So I don't know how many WoW has. WoW is obviously more just because it's been going for so much longer. Yeah. has such a like, dedicated player base, and they're doing that WoW classic thing, which I don't even know what that is. I was just going back to vanilla WoW. Just I guess. Seven servers for that. Let's take everything that we've improved on and take it back to square one real quick. It's kind of funny because I've seen a couple articles of people complaining about bugs in the game that are actually just features from classic WoW itself. Right. That people have just expected to be like fixed by, by this point. Yeah. No, that was there. Yeah, yeah. You asked for this. This is what you wanted. <laughs> I never actually go. played Vanilla WoW, did you? No. I no. did. Oh, oh you did? Oh, did you? I did. played it way back then. Really? We had 56K, and every time a patch would load, yeah. like a patch would happen, we would take my brother's laptop, drive downtown, find somebody with an unprotected Wi-Fi password, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, and and we'd sit there and wait for the like two or three gig patch to download. Otherwise, oh. we wouldn't be playing Warcraft for about a week. Jeez. But yeah, oh. I did. I started playing, at, I think, Burning Crew. No, it was um, Wrath of the Lich King was when I started playing. I remember when that came out. Yeah. I think uh, Burning Crusade, I went to the midnight release for with really? my brother. Nice. Because he was really into it. He uh, he was always into like MMOs. 
I remember we played this old one called, um, oh, what is it? Three, or Betrayal of Camelot or Dark Ages of Camelot. That's the one. Mm. That and, almost uh, sounds familiar. It's the one that had like, uh, there's three countries. Uh-huh. And there was a big PvP area in between the three, and there was like siege equipments and like towers and like castles. That sounds and fun. whoever held the middle, like their entire side of the, like their entire country, if you started in that country, you get like a big buff to like experience and stuff. Huh. It was really neat. You know what that reminds me of? The game I've never mentioned yet. I'm sorry to get too off track of what no, you're, you're talking fine. about, Rear. For Honor. I don't know if you guys have tried For Honor. I think it was free. It, it was, and free. I have it right now on PSN. Oh, really? I had to wait for a whole bunch of patches and stuff, mm. which minor complaint to modern gaming. Just, just I just want to play the game. But that yeah. was a game that came out, and it wasn't as broken as Final Fantasy XIV or Anthem, from what I've heard mm. uh, and experienced firsthand. But it was still pretty bad. Like the servers were really bad. I got that game the day it came out because I was obsessed with seeing how that combat system would work out, and it is to the to this day my favorite melee combat system I've seen in a game. Hmm. Like it's it's oh it's really good. It's set in like an alternate world. It's a fighting game. Yeah, I've it's, seen. It's set I, in I'm an alternate aware. world for anybody that's not familiar with it out there. It's like uh, knights versus samurai versus Vikings. It's like an alternate history timeline to where a big cataclysm happened on the earth. It changed the landscape. Everything. There's a big apocalypse happened, and everybody's stuck in the dark ages. And it's just these three factions fighting against one another for just whatever little resources are left. And it's just a online fighting arena where you just play as any of these factions and they they've it's been out for maybe about a year and a half or two years at this point i believe two years they they actually added the chinese i forgot about that they added mm-hmm. the chinese in like a big um uh, a really big um dlc expansion pack for it they've added tons of heroes and stuff to it and it's really improved like it's a really good game i just haven't played it recently but i was obsessed with it when it first came out it's a it's a really good game. i'll, I'll play it with you you play with it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was free see... last month or two months ago on PSN. Nice. Hmm. Did you see Mordhau? Yes. All? I've seen a little bit about Mordhau. I know there's like that meme about cowards kill people playing instruments. Uh, I don't know anything about it. It I looks think like it's chivalry, be like mountain blade or chivalry. Yeah. It looks more like chivalry than mountain blade. I know you can do the thing where you hold the sword by the blade and impale the guy with the with the pommel. That's uh, that's always a favorite move. That's a thing in For Honor too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's how you know they've been they've studied uh-huh. and actually gone back and be like, oh, this is how they use the sword. All right. That was one of the signature starting moves when the first game first came out for the warden, the main knight class. Yeah. That was his. That's his baseline execution. Is he just turns around the sword and just stabs a guy in the neck with the the hilt. Yep. Yeah. That shows they've done their research. Hmm. There was a there was a meme for the longest time too of the the ending him rightly meme to where. There was like an old manuscript that showed a dude unscrewing <laughs> the pummel of his sword and throwing it at the guy as like an oh. actual weapon, and they added that in For Honor as an actual execution. Like the dude like stabs him, takes him down to the ground, and the knight just unscrews his pummel and hits him right in the face with it, like throws it at him, and then just takes another one out of his pocket, screws it back on. <laughs> right. <laughs> as you do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, anyone out there that wants to try it, though, For Honor has an amazing combat system. I'd, I'd definitely recommend it at this point. They've drastically improved it. Yeah, I've seen. I've just never gotten into. The only uh, MOBO things that I got into was, like, Smite, and I played that just a very small amount when mm-hmm. I say into. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I've seen videos of people playing the, the MOBA version. It works well. I mean, it's 
it, whenever you meet another big guy, it just turns into a fighting game. And right. Then, and then you're going through creeps and trying to capture points. I forgot they do have to actually have that like MOBA mode. It's called like mm-hmm. Dominion, where you have a bunch of regular creeps just going towards a position and whatnot. There's not even any towers or anything, just holding areas. But the most of the ones I played were just skirmish, where you just fight other people. Yeah. You know, there's no creeps or nothing. You just go on a map and just fight one another. There's duels where you can just fight one on one because the mm-hmm. combat system is that robust. Like you can just go on into a duel and just test your metal. Right. It's test difficult. your metal. I see you. Yeah. Got anything else over there, Ritter? Nah, that'll about just about cover it. How's uh how's Final Fantasy three going? Uh still happening. It's still there. Uh every now and then I go and I beat like one more dungeon piece and find one more party member. Because all my dudes are like scattered to the wind. You oh yeah, they do back. scatter after a certain point, don't they? Yeah, it's like the uh I don't know many other Final Fantasies that I can think of, like, 10 doesn't really do that. There's not, like, a point where you got to go get your whole team back together. Yeah. You're down to just one dude. They're always like 10, because all your inactive party members can jump in the battle, which was always a weird thing for me in those older Final Fantasies. Like, yo, I got, like, eight people, but I got three fighting right now. Right. Well, three, you leave them on the boat. They just stay in the airship. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. So... It's a thing. But yeah, having them all traveling as a party and being able to fight whenever you want them to be in there is a neat battle system. It makes sense. Works it's well. very thematic, for yeah. sure. I enjoy. Yeah. As much as turn-based can be thematic. What uh, What's your favorite Final Fantasy that you've played other than the MMOs? Like your normal, standard, single-player Final Fantasy? Uh, Probably seven. That's a, yeah, that's I usually think I like seven more than ten. Yep. If I had to say. That's fair. Yeah, I, uh, ten was good. Ten was very neat. I just, uh, I have a tendency to gravitate towards the main character. That if it's got a cool main character, then I am in for it. And then, and Titus isn't that cool. He's not as cool as Cloud. Nah. He just is not. I'm not 100% sure. Well, that's the thing with 3 is, like, who is your main character? You don't know. I don't really have one. Yeah. There's, it can go anyway. It's not just one dude's story. It's multiple people's story. Did you ever play 9? No. You should pick it up sometime. 9's got Stein. It's got, uh, I forget what the main character's name is, but he's got, like, a cool monkey tail. I have 12, and I've never played it. 12 is the one with, uh... Vaughn. Vaughn. 12 was good. I liked, I liked, I didn't care much for Vaughn, but he sort of like was the main character for all about 10 seconds. And then, and then the uh, pirate guy comes up and it's like, okay, the pirate guy's the main character now. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm not sure. I didn't, I didn't beat it. I got pretty far into it though. Yeah. That's uh, as much as I've got. That's the same with like even watching shows is like, I've got to like the main character. And if I don't, I just cannot really watch it. I'll just get out of it. Like, there was one, it was, like, Excel World or something, was this anime? And, like, the main character's, like, this little pudgy dude. <laughs> but, like, he goes into a virtual reality, and he's, like, a cool hero guy. But still, in real life, he's a little pudgy dude. Why you gotta hate a little pudgy dude? I don't wanna be a little pudgy dude. I'm, I'm a, a little, little pudgy, pudgy dude. dude. <gasps> Same, Same hat. hat. <laughs> uh, right. Most all of us are little pudgy dudes. Yeah, we are. Well, that's what, yeah, I don't wanna watch a thing about me. We'll watch it about a cooler guy. Live vicariously through Pudgy Dude. <laughs> Pudgy Dude will take you to the promised land. Follow Pudgy Dude. 
I don't even, this has gone off the rails and I've completely lost anything. So, I'm done here. All right. <laughs> take it away. Take this. Take the suffering. Rainy. Me? What's up? What have you been up to? What have I been up to? What have you been up to? Well, uh, I guess uh, I'll go from like latest to earliest. I started watching Charmed. I don't know if I mentioned us on the last podcast yeah, you or did. not. Uh, uh, I've given up on that instantly. Oh, I bad forgot. Show? I forgot just how much it kind of sucks. It's not like it's not bad, but it's very like. 90s kind of like yeah. drama 90s was a thing. show. It's very like 90s drama kind of shit. And each episode is like 45 minutes long. And there's 22 episodes in a season. And there's like 10 or 11 seasons. And I was just like, I felt I hadn't even got like halfway through the first season. And I felt like I was like, it was a chore that I was doing to watch it. And I was like, I don't want to binge this show. I'll, f- I need to find another show. I must move on. I cannot, uh, get bogged down by Charmed. So I gave up on that pretty quickly. But, uh, America's Got Talent is back and Hannah and I absolutely love sitting there and watching the auditions and judging hard. Just judging so hard. Here's a real question. Yes. Do people watch after that point? I, Hannah and I do not know, and I'm not sure if anyone else does either. We usually just Google who wins, but at the end of the show, <laughs> Fair. and we're like, oh, we saw that guy's audition. He was good. But we do not watch past the auditions. God, I love when terrible people get up there, and I will I will be the biggest judgy judgerton in the world watching that show. <laughs> like, they're, like, we were making fun of this bullied kid. She was, she deserved it. She was like in seventh grade and she wrote like an original song about how hard it is to be in seventh grade. You are just bullying a seventh grade. Hold on, hold on now. Uh, first, she's fine because she's on TV and she doesn't even know who I am. One of the lyrics of like her original song was about how when the teacher says we don't have a test today, I act excited because that's what all the other kids are. And I'm like, why are you so why are you so wanting a test like are you for real she's like i'm bullied because i want tests and i'm like bitch you're that kid that's like um mrs t you forgot to give us our homework assignment like five minutes before class gives out no wonder they don't like you they just want to go play their xboxes yeah her whole song is about being put down in the seventh grade that was literally like the main the main like chorus of the song was like, I was put down in the seventh grade. And I was like, I don't even remember seventh grade. I got braces in seventh grade. Oh, That's yeah, I was all like, I, I did get braces. Damn. But like 10 years from now, she's going to be like seventh grade. I'm not even sure I was in seventh grade. I don't know. What's seventh grade? Yeah. What's the fucking seventh grade? But no, it's a, they, every year and they have that one kid that's like, I was bullied. And it's just really hard. So I'm here today because I'm just trying to get my confidence, you know, because I'm bullied. And every year they eat that shit up. They eat up that. They eat that sob story up. It's their livelihood. One little girl comes up and goes, yeah, I'm bullied. And they're like, gold butter. Like they're obsessed with it. They absolutely adore this shit. And it's always so obnoxious. It's like, bitch, me too. We all were. Calm down. Gold butter? Buzzer. 
Uh, There's like a I special... thought you said gold butter as well. Nah, each judge gets a special gold mm. buzzer, which they can hit, and it auto puts like whoever they hit the time it hit it for into like the f- the live finale kind of. Can thing. I just do that for everybody and just cause no. mayhem? No, nah, each judge have... only gets one buzzer, only gets <laughs> one special golden buzzer, and that's it. And like gold confetti falls from the sky, and it's a big thing, and like gold lights shine on them. But uh. I do enjoy just watching that show and judging. It's how I get my judgment out. I just watch it and I'm like, mm, that top, really, for TV? Hmm. <laughs> and just stuff like that. We just sit there and judge. Is that the one where the chairs spin around? No, that is The Voice, which we also watch the auditions for and then stop watching after the auditions. Hey, uh, oh. let's let's add that to the uh, Rainy wiki lore. Rainy hates bullied kids. <laughs> Was a bull- okay, guys tried to throw me in trash cans too. You're not special. Was it hard? Throw me in the trash. It was so hard. No, nah, you move on. What a I'm coward. Just... No, but uh, so gave up on Charmed. Love, right. uh, love, love judging uh, TV people. Uh, another thing I've been doing is I've been listening to this podcast recently called Fixers Incorporated. Uh, Fixers Inc. They're on like uh, they're on iTunes. If you guys wanted to like check them out, but. They are pretty cool. They got, you could tell they kind of get like influence from a bim bam, my brother, my brother and me, which is, uh, my favorite podcast. That other West Virginia podcast. Yeah. The other <laughs> West Virginia podcast. The less but known one. They like, they answer questions and a lot of them are goofy and they kind of have like their own little shticks they do to it. They're like, you could tell where they got inspiration from a bim bam, but they're like way different than them. Like they have this cool thing where they like, roll a d20 and if it's evens they answer a question and if it's odds they like do like a little bit kind of thing like a little skit thing um they have like different they'll do like different characters to like ask questions and respond to them and everything which is pretty cool it's pretty fun if you're into that kind of like whole bit thing and just i think it's like you guys just hanging out and being goofy and it's really fun they have like a, a fun slogan and everything they're pretty cool I what enjoy listening fix? to them. What? What do they fix? Everything. Is that like the questions? They fix that your get... problems. Ah. Yeah. They fix so, your you fix your issues. So if you go and be like, hey, my microwave it doesn't make the hot anymore. The they will fix that. They ah. can. <laughs> Wait, are you <laughs> saying they'll come to my house and fix my microwave? They can. My microwave? That, that, that's they just what show I up like uh the state farm commercials or whatever. Oh, they don't tell me how to fix it, they fix it. Uh, they're fixers incorporated. Ah. They do whatever you need to do. No, Wait, but, uh, they do what they, I need to yes. do? Yes. Like Will they do my taxes? Fixers Inc. is there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, like, uh, my favorite question that I've heard so far is that they answered the question of whether birds can drink clouds. Well, obviously, birds don't exist, so right there, right. false. I mean, all the birds died <laughs> out in the 1980s, and they're all actually just drones spying on us by oh, the government. Dang. Yeah. Uh, they didn't take it from that approach, but I gotta say, I oh, think birds right can now. drink clouds. I think they can. Birds can't drink clouds. It's a, it's a cloud. They don't it's go full that of water. high. You're t- I've plus, they're drones. If you get a drone wet, it dies. I'm sorry, can you drink birds fog? Go that high. If you tried hard enough, yeah. No, what? You have to be you like, you have, <gasps> to turn into, you have to turn into like a Kirby level <laughs> vacuum to actually <laughs> obtain any moisture from the fog. Maybe so. Maybe so. But and then uh, why did they build bird baths? If birds would just be drinking out of clouds here, then humans would have never built them bird baths to drink out of. See, humans bird baths just are like also to be a lie. bird voyeurs. Bird what? Bird baths. Bird are also- voyeurs. 
<laughs> Bert, what? Foyers? Voyeur. What? Do you not know what voyeurism is? I don't. 100%. How is it spelled? V O. Oh, boy. You really put well, me on the, the spot. spot here. Man, that was uh, an underrated Star Trek it's series. It's not. V O Y E U R. I'm pretty sure. Please uh, don't Just send Captain me Jane emails making fun of me. I was an English Just major, at but I dropped in the out shower. of college. Okay. Uh, um. Voyeurism is the fetish of watching other people, uh, typically without their knowledge. Um. And we're well, all just bird voyeurs. People. We're all bird voyeurs. Well, for for sexual purposes. Yeah, you get, get like a off. you get a you get a little kick out of it. Oh. Okay. Though if a voyeur was a spy, <laughs> that'd be the perfect profession. I've ever seen oh, or heard man, that you word really before. Try so hard. Voyeurism. I'm shocked you have not. Yeah, man, you gotta wash them. Wash them birds. I haven't either. So. You just gotta watch some fucking birds. What the if raven. the birds are watching you though? What well, they are because they're all they drones by the government. <laughs> right, you guys aren't aren't listening Hiding to the truth in trees, here. Spying on you. That's why they can't drink out of clouds because they're robots. Because they'll get all like sizzly with electric Damn. and they'll die. You know what, Fixers Inc. Uh, you're gonna have to update that. Birds are fake. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna write in and ask what to do when the fake birds are watching me. Right. Stand no, perfectly but, uh, still. <laughs> but um. I've also been watching some Try Guys, which is my favorite YouTube channel. Uh, they do a lot of fun stuff. They're actually going on tour, and they started their own fucking podcast, Copiers. Personally, I think they're copycats. They have a pretty cool name, though, because it's like Tripod, and they're the Try Guy. It's pretty neat. But What do they fix? Uh, life issues. <laughs> Tripods, <Okay>. clearly. <laughs> ah, of course. Well, there's your problem. You only got two legs. You need three. Right. <laughs> oh, as much you like tripod, it keeps falling over. I don't know how to make it work. My tripod got four legs. That's a chair, but I can fix it. <laughs> Just cut off on those legs. <laughs> they did a, uh... They did a recent video, though, where they used DNA testing to predict how they were likely going to die and in which order they were going to die, which is pretty fucking nuts because I didn't realize that we'd gotten to the point where DNA could just tell you, hey, you're probably going to like die of cancer or some shit. It's uh, pretty scary. Like, can you imagine just taking like a swab of your spit and being like, oh, yeah, in like uh, 50 years, you're probably going to die of a heart attack. We know. Well, I mean, they have, you can do probably based predictions on if somebody, if, if a person's like family has a history of diabetes or if the person's family has a history of cancer or heart disease, then you can be like, yeah, you have increased risk of that and stuff. Yeah. But you could tell them that and then they'll just be like, okay, well, I'm just not going to eat red meat anymore. And then that doesn't happen. So it's just crazy though. Like, yeah. Speaking like, they DNA. just, like, analyzed everything, and they're like, oh, yeah, according to your DNA, you have this gene, which probably means you could get breast cancer. I don't know. And it's like, oh, Jesus. Eh. It's wild. It's good to know, though. You can take precautions against it. it exactly. Mammograms. Yeah. yeah. Still it's wild. Prostate exams. <laughs> get fingers up your prostate. Stick so the weird thing is, or the thing with, like, the whole DNA, DNA testing at home, like, DNA kits, like, a lot of serial killers and, like, cold case, like, murder files are, like, murder cases are getting solved because oh. somebody's like nephew or niece took like one of those little at home DNA kits and then mm-hmm. familiar familiar DNA. That's pretty neat. 
I know uh, Kyle's grandma is really obsessed with those. She really enjoys the uh, DNA kits. She's probably taken like more than one too, hasn't she? Yeah, she's uh, which is uh, seems a little uh, redundant. She keeps trying to get me to to do my she DNA. Yeah, the like thing about doing that is better. All right, the thing about doing that is you go to an insurance company or you're switching health insurances or maybe your insurance company will ask. You have to answer like, "Yes, I've taken that." And that could potentially like make your like premiums go up in your like based no. on what sort of genetic stuff you got going on. That's, that's why I'm never gonna take one because yeah, that's actually like been a I've listened to a couple podcasts about that. That's another hot topic issue is that what is what is the privacy what like how how much privacy are you entitled to with your genetic information? Yeah, it's now becoming widely available. If you take one of these twenty three and Me things. Are you entitled to have that completely protected, like confidential, as if you were talking to a doctor, or is it just like out there to Google? Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. Like it should be, you know, confidential. But yeah, yeah right. oh, it's yeah. the wild right west now, right now. There's no protections against that right now, so that's it's pretty wild. Yeah. Like, not but uh, yeah, your grandma really likes them. She's given them as Christmas gifts to at least two people in the family. Like, she just likes to see other people take them, too. She's into it. It's weird about that genealogy stuff, though, and I don't give a crap about it. I love genealogy. Exactly. I love Who look- cares? I love genealogy. It's a fun little hobby to do. Not the DNA yeah. testing, but, like, go back through, like, public records and see, okay, here's your grandmother's birth certificate. Yeah, but you don't know them. Yeah, I don't know. It's still don't fun. Really to, it's like the history thing. That's why I'm a history major. I yeah, find that thing that interesting. It tickles my brain in that sort of way. I can see you I can't doing that. Really, yeah. I can't really describe why I like it oh, yeah. or why it it's interesting. Perfect but sense. Absolutely. I don't know. I see it and I'm just like, hmm, neat. And that's about it, though. I like, love I don't doing the work for it, though. Like all the research and stuff. It's, it's really fun. Hmm. It's not for everyone, but it is for a lot of people. Um, Especially if you're into history, because that makes sense. It's a big thing in history. But I don't know. I've seen like stuff from the past, and I'm always just kind of like, hmm, okay. <laughs> There's not like any like emotional attachment or anything. So I'm just like, dope. Anyway, yeah. where, uh, where's the Starbucks? Yeah. How do I get a new McChickens? Or it's like, yo, my great grandfather did this really sweet thing that one time. Oh, there's all these great stories that are now on my head because I have the records to, like, see it. Yeah, but all of our, like, ancestors are probably, like, (laughs) slave owners or something shitty like that. There is that probability. What happens when you find that out? It's like, well, shit. Who's that one? That dude was a dick. Who's that one really popular uh, news guy with the white hair? Cool, gay news guy with the white hair. Anderson Cooper? Yes, he found out that, like, one of his relatives was killed by a slave that he owned. Like, the slave beat him to death. And he was like, fuck yeah. He deserved <laughs> it. Fuck that guy. Hell yeah. Fuck that guy you in go, particular. You go, slave. Yeah. Like, as, it was as, long as, he, as long as he nutted and got got the line going down yeah. to where it's to me, he anything happens after that, fine. But that would probably be me. Like, it'd be like, you know, your, your great-great-grandfather was brutally murdered by a Native American. And I'd be like, hell yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Hmm. No, hmm. but uh, I've been playing Hat in Time with Kyle. Good old Kyle over oh, here. Oh, yeah. That is a game that uh, we actually bought because of a meme. That meme of like the main character smugly dancing to music through like the galaxy. Smug dancing meme. Oh, it's so good. It's like a it's like a meme, but you know. 
Is that the like Stargazer song? I forget. No, nah, there was a meme. I'll it's kind of like up. that. It's like, instead of the person spinning yeah, around in different things, dee, dee, it's dee, just dee, the girl dee, from Hat in Time dee, just dee, dancing. Dee, yeah, smugly dee, dancing. Dee. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, uh, we saw that, and I was like, oh, man, that looks fun. And we looked up the game from it, and the game actually has like unbelievably incredible reviews. It's kind of like a 3D platformer. It's like Magic I would describe it as a mix between... Zelda, Wind Waker, and Super Mario Sunshine, or yeah. Odyssey. Kind of also reminiscent of, like, uh, Banjo-Kazooie to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of like a good blend of those three games. Very enjoyable, very fun. The characters are very lively. The humor is absolutely on point, spectacularly funny. Like, mm-hmm. just little Easter eggs and everything are hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. I've been having a great time just exploring all the little stuff. I know there's, like, a radio you click on, and it tells you there's a podcast playing, and the podcast Cast is two brothers and also another brother myself. Yeah, that. <laughs> and oh, I'm like, okay. oh, okay. I yeah. see what they did. It's it took me like, a second to be like, what does that mean? Aha. <laughs> yep, yep. But ah. there's just a bunch of funny little like environmental stuff that just makes the game so much more enjoyable to play. The the dialogue and the little like things that are said for items and stuff like that really are just fucking hilarious it's, it's an adorable little game it really it is, is very adorable yeah. the main character is super adorable yeah it actually yeah. came out in 2017 it, it, it came out a little bit right before odyssey did super mario mm. odyssey and it was kind of eclipsed by it a little bit yeah, oh, yeah it's I'm crazy sure it i just never heard greatly. of it but uh i'm we're really enjoying it we've been playing it in our spare time whenever both our schedules kind of line up in the evening to play it a bit is it co-op no, we just take turns like playing ah. a level and watching each other mm-hmm. and just like hanging out and stuff. It's really enjoyable though. Yeah. It's a really fun game. It's got like a perfect 10 out of 10 rating on Steam and it deserves yeah. it. It's real good. I, I've been looking at the uh, I ratings and stuff for it. I like, recommend. We're talking. Yeah, Gears for Breakfast is the studio that made it, I believe. That's a yeah. strong name. It's a good name. I, I just oh. it, their logo is just literally gears on a breakfast plate. Mm. <laughs> I thought about uh, like dressing up as that main character for like Halloween. Actually, I think that would be so cool. It would be a really like nice, like not super complicated like uh, cosplay, but it's it's definitely like recognizable. Yeah, that's super easy to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. I already have the brown hair, same hairline. You just need and a, like same a hair. purple dress, a yellow cape, and a top hat, and a cool hat, and an umbrella. umbrella. And uh, also, like, uh, one of the other main characters is a little girl with a mustache, and her name is Mustache Girl, and she oh, just has, right. like, a mustache. I about that. And it's, like, not a big deal or anything, and it's not, like, the butt of any jokes or anything, and I think that's pretty cool. I always like seeing, like, a little bit yeah. of, like, difference in, like, the norms of society or whatever, and normalizing girls with facial hair or kind of hair, and it's not, like... It's not like, oh, why does she have a mustache? So weird. She's just like, what's up? I'm mustache girl. That looks nice like to a bad you. chef. Why there are bad chefs. That in looks this like game. a real bad chef. Mafia. Yep. The oh, mafia yeah, guys. Mafia guys is like the first world drawn. Yeah. But I really did enjoy that. Like I was like, that's really cool that they're just like, hey, this is how it is, and what what are you gonna do about it? And I was like, nice. I dig it. I can dig this. I think my favorite moment so far was that. On the main ship, on like the main hub, whenever you're in between levels, there is a computer you can log into and play like a text-based corgi game, <laughs> and it was so funny. <laughs> it was really good, just little kind of like unnecessary but environmental Easter egg kind of thing that you could play, and it's really fun. It was really funny, and just you could tell they put a lot of work into making every aspect of it fully fleshed and enjoyable, and I really appreciate that a lot. Yeah. So you're like, you are a corgi? 
Yeah, so it's you like play room as a and it's corgi. like you are a corgi. You are a corgi. Yeah, uh, it's pick like a, a direction to go. I want to go west. There is no east. You are a corgi. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just don't explain it. There's like, there is no east. Right. <laughs> you go north and there's a tiger. Ah. You bark a tiger. Tiger mauls you. You are dead. Uh, you are yep. now corgi. <laughs> yep. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 Good it's try. really enjoyable. Kyle ended up beating the little text-based game after like, what, seven tries of getting mauled by that tiger? Oh, it was way more you than thought seven. The, you <laughs> thought the tiger was the key. It was not. He jumped off a cliff at some point. It, it did not work out. Ah. Like, clearly what I need to do is jump off this cliff, take a leap of faith. You jump off, and you die. You are a corgi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't work out, like, super great. Yeah. Oh, but, man, that's that's a fantastic go- game, though, if anybody wants to give it a shot. Oh, yeah, Hilarious. absolutely. We're having a lot of fun with it so far, and we're not even, like, insanely far into the game yet. We're halfway, I don't think. Yeah, no, we're, like, a, I think when we started playing yesterday, we were 12%, mm-hmm. and we only played a few levels. But, uh, yeah, that's it for me, though. Uh, I haven't been doing much besides that, honestly. Nice. K- Kyle? Yeah. Kyle? Hey, Kyle. Kyle. Hey. What are you doing, Kyle? Hey. Kyle. We've been having time. You have <laughs> been. We covered that. <laughs> That's have you me. now? All right. I'll, I'll, I'll save the best for last, because something came out recently that I've already seen twice, and I, I'm going to... Twice? That was your second time? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Earlier today, I went with Hannah and saw Yeah, it. I know. I didn't know you'd been twice. Yeah. yeah. Friday. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay, well, we're talking about it. I'll go ahead and start now. Let's <laughs> do it. We know. Godzilla, king of the monsters, baby! <laughs> Saw it in IMAX Friday, and there is no other way to watch that movie than on the biggest and loudest seen? screen that you can see it. If you have the chance to see that movie in IMAX, go. It is a spectacle and an experience like no other. You were just telling me... That you, like, you saw it in a regular theater. You had already seen it in the better theater and went downgrade? Yeah, he I just mean, wants to see it as many times as he can. Like, he's already planning to see it at least two more times. I, I don't think it, you understand. I want to see it in I 3D. Because I, 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 I'm normally not that big about 3D movies, but I just want to see what this one looks like in 3D. And then I want to see it in IMAX again because, Dan, yeah. you need to see that movie. Yeah. And we need to see it in IMAX. Yeah. yeah I, I'm going to drag you to the <laughs> IMAX theater to see that. We'll do. Yeah, that is the way to see it. Like there, I need to see oh. when Big Boss is off, and then sure, and I'll I'll force her to watch the first one. Yes. It was really enjoyable, though. I would. I think you're really gonna love it. I did. Yeah. At some point this week, I'll watch the first one sober. Yeah, me and Rainy and Gunman <laughs> would see it on Friday. Oh on man, you know what this could kick off? Huh. Our super secret side project. Super secret side project. Monster Monday. Oh, super Monster secret. Monday. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. Yeah, we were talking about doing that. We might Just do something. Don't nobody Going back listeners. and watching like all the old cheesy Godzilla don't movies. And, the, and we can go. It's like a deep well. We can go anywhere with it. Anything with a monster in it. Oh man. So yeah. even like like the old like Universal monster movies like yeah like got or uh, Frankenstein and Swamp like Thing. More Godzilla. More Godzilla. More Godzilla. Watch the Jet Jaguar Godzilla and be like, why do we need to watch any other else? <laughs> this is the perfect one. Jet Jaguar. It's real big and real small. But then get real big again. King yeah. of the Monsters, though, man. Oh, oh my God. There's. I don't want to talk too much about it. I don't want to spoil it. Just go out and see it and just enjoy it. Now, it I is. was informed hmm. that there was a tiny snippet that may be alluding to future projects, even involving the Godzilla. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, have... there is an end credit <clears throat> scene, by the way, for anyone seeing it. Mm-hmm. Do stick around for the end credit scene. It's at the very end of the credits. Yeah. Now, what I, I'm going to ask might be a spoiler, but is this tied to the m- new King Kong that came out 
like a couple years ago. Oh, uh, Skull Island? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's in the same universe. Okay. Yeah, and they, they so I need to, to see Skull universe. Island. Yeah. And it sets up the upcoming movie next year, Godzilla vs. Kong. <gasps> it sets it up. Like the very last thing you that see big, is a mural. That big uh, lizard and that big monkey going to fight? Uh, yeah. They going to fight? I like the way that they're setting it up. Like the, the directors and the studios keep talking about it as they, they're well aware that Godzilla, this titanic, uh, atomic breathing fire lizard thing going up against an ape is kind of a one-sided fight. They're wanting to kind of frame it as championship heavyweight boxer going up against the the up-and-coming rookie. They're wanting to frame it kind of like that. Like the underdog fight that everyone, everyone's been wanting to see. Okay. Mm. That's the way that they're wanting to like actually like market it and stuff. And I can't... I, I'm waiting. I'm hoping that during Comic-Con this summer they're going to come out with the first trailer for that because it's coming out next year. And I, I'm definitely going to be, be seeing that in IMAX too, but... Good God, it, anybody out there that is remotely interested in seeing this stuff, please see it in IMAX. Did I, you see it at, um, please. did you see it at Lowe's Theater up in Pittsburgh? The what, the what theater? The Lowe's Theater or? We saw it at the, uh, Cinemark Galleria. Okay, cause, yeah, the, the Lowe's one's the only one I know that it was an actual IMAX theater. I, I figure there's probably more up there. Yeah. I'd, I'd be interested in seeing it a different one, cause the, the only complaint I had with that, <clears throat> excuse me, with that Cinemark one was that the, um, seating was a little crammed. Mm. Yeah, I was real close to the dudes sitting beside me, but like I was just kind of like tucked in like this the whole time, just kind of like chilling. But uh, they did compliment Kyle's cool uh Godzilla shirt. Oh yeah, I had they a Monster it. Island shirt. Nice. It was, uh, it was like a vacation shirt that said like "Come visit Monster Island." It was like blue and yeah. So this is like a renaissance of the giant monster movie mm-hmm. trope occurring at, at the moment. Man, yeah. how right was, not, not to my own horn, but how right was I this year at giant monsters and robots? It oh, has, right. it I has did, I did call it. You're, you're on the same wavelength as whatever marketing team decided that this was the time. Maybe the I time am a marketing now. team. Perhaps. Well, it all started whenever I bought Adeptus Titanicus, which we'll need to actually play at some point soonish, hopefully. Yeah. And then Monpoc came out. Yeah. Yeah, Rainy. I called it Monpoc. Fight me. Ooh. Fight me. It's Monster Apocalypse. You guys sound like you're talking about some kind of weird Pokemon thing. Hey, Pokemon's coming out soon. <laughs> Pokemon Sword and Shield? Yeah. That should be a thing. No, we yeah. need... I'm waiting for more trailers for that. Just more gameplay, anything. Yeah. Can I just get all Geodudes? I, mean, I am also. I want to see the final evolution of Sable so bad. I was actually lamenting this last night to Hannah. Like I've seen a lot of fan kind of like evolutions, and they all look so fucking good. But I just want to see that canon pretty little baby as an adult chunky boy. I'm ready. <laughs> I bet you get rip. He get super rip. I hope he gets noodly, like real <laughs> noodly, like kind of like a weird kind of like. Wyvern kind of look, a noodly chameleon kind of thing. Eldritch chameleon. I want a very noodly starter. I want to be able to wrap him around my neck like a boa constrictor, like the one that escaped into the depths of Morgantown. That's what I desire. There's a there's a there's a oh, giant yes. boa constrictor. Oh, a fifteen a fifteen foot long. A snake that was someone's pet escaped and was roaming around the streets of Morgantown, and they could not find him. Hello? Is this Godzilla? Yeah, this is the mayor of Morgantown. We're going to need you. <laughs> we need uh, you. Please help. <laughs> Just nuke the entire city. And then not far from in line. Unsalvageable. <laughs> and then not far from here, that woman just got mauled by a black bear and, like, 
Where? Her town. Oh, where was that? Hold on. Keep talking. I'll Google it. So, yeah. yeah so, the mayor, mayor's going to call up Godzilla. Godzilla's going to kill the python. And then yeah. he's going to play for the mount, mountaineers. Is that what they... They're mountaineers, right? Mountaineers, yeah. They're going to play all the sports. Right. And Godzilla's going to, like, join a frat. Oh, and then he's going to... Buchanan, that's so. That's not too far about where we had Geek End. Yeah, yeah Buchanan. Some woman was mauled by a black bear. Mal, like mal, mal her dog was like murdered by it, and like is, she is got it murder? Up. Well, are they going to charge that bear with murder? <laughs> I mean, they probably should. Did she get? Be- did she survive or like mauled to death? Uh, Pretty I sure Maul is dead. The mauled usually does imply dead, survive. but I actually don't know. You think it would say mauled to death if she was dead? So I don't know if she's dead or not. But someone actually got a video of the black bear just like running down the sidewalk, running down the road, just in the middle of a suburban town. No joke. Just, uh, like chilling. Black bears creep me out because they got them long, lanky legs. Like, look like a bear horse running. Ooh, she was 66 deep. year old. Ooh, she was in her not own genius. yard. Like, she was just chilling uh, at her house. And like this black bear came out of nowhere and just like started attacking her. And she's like, ah, fuck. Uh, actually, she lived. It says, I spoke to her husband. She's doing better. They're anticipating a full recovery. Ah, oh, shit. Good on you, 66 year old girl. Fight okay. off bears with your bare hands. She survived like like a bear that lady. Attack. Good That's on her. Pretty fucking metal. That's a good story. Yep. I don't know if they caught that bear or not, though. That bear I'm needs sure to be in jail. Still, like seeing sightings of him. Call Godzilla to hunt down this bear. Right. Get the <laughs> bear and the snake to fight each other. Why are you in Morgantown, Godzilla? Swing down to Buchanan and and take care <laughs> of that bear. Buchanan. Is that where that place you guys wanted to go after Geekend was? Yeah. 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 Which was delicious, by the way. We went and it was fantastic. But uh, yeah, no, it's just fucking. There's a bear down there. Watch out. Wait, Watch out. did we go today? Did I go? Yeah, you went with us. Yeah. Dan and, uh, yeah, yeah, we you, just wanted you to get and Gunman were both there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. CJ Maggie. CJ Maggie. Uh, uh, if you're ever in Buckhannon uh, for some reason, I cannot recommend it enough. It has everything. If you just Google the menu right now and you're going to be like, how does a place literally serve gumbo and also Mexican food and also steak and also like everything? And also pizza. And pizza. I had a mushroom something pizza. I oh, remember what remember. I ate, but I don't remember where I was. Okay, CJ Maggie. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Got anything else there, Kyle? Yeah, what else you oh, got I got first? a few other things, but I, I'm going to stop talking about Godzilla. I'm just going to just <laughs> take my word for it, go see it, and enjoy it. It's it's going to be fun. It's going to be dumb. It's going to be campy and goofy, but good God, is it awesome. Just enjoy it. Uh been playing some uh, some of this other game. Found out about it's called Dauntless. If anybody knows me, I know they know I'm a fan of the Monster Hunter series. And this company, I forget what their name is. I think Phoenix Labs is the developer that made it. Never about a year it. ago, they made uh, the open beta for this game called Dauntless, and it's kind of like a kind of like a cell shaded look. It's kind of like a clone of Monster Hunter. They have like a different way of how they handled the monsters and the weapons and stuff like that. It's just, it's the same shell though. You're just going out and hunting a monster for 15 minutes, hour, however long it takes you to take it down. And they just, they've had it out for beta for about a year now, and they just released it for consoles. They got it fully published, and it's it's a full free-to-play game now. And Epic Games is the one that published it. So they've got like a big publisher with it, and they've got a lot of traffic from the Fortnite kids. They're like trying it out and whatnot. So they, when I went to try it on PS, uh, PS4 whenever it first came out, it was really hard to get on a server because there were so many people trying it. Oh, uh, that's common. Oh, to is have. it free to play? It's free to play, yeah. 
Oh, especially free. Oh, yeah. it's, it looks great. Yeah, it's the there's a little. It's not purely cosmetic stuff. There is some like uh, some I forget what they call it, like gems or something like that that you can make for as like armor mods and whatnot. You can pay to unlock slots. We have to pay like platinum for it, and platinum costs money. But mm. mo- for the most part, the game is completely free to play. It's not play to play to win or uh, pay to win. And most of the stuff that you can buy with real money is cosmetic stuff. And it's it's pretty decent. I haven't got to play too much of it yet. I've tried about three or four of the weapons so far. My nice. favorite weapon right now is the hammer, and they've they pretty much combined a cannon with a hammer. So the hammer has like ammo and stuff, and you can fire the hammer behind you and propel it, propel yourself forward with shots to like land on top of the monster. Oh, and it just straight up Nora Valkyrieing yourself into the fight and hammering yes. people. It's wonderful. There's like combos you can do to reload and mid hits, and like every time you're in mid swing, you can fire a shot, and make your swing hit harder. Big oh. fan of incorporating a gun into a weapon. Yeah, if you like that, the hammer is this for you. They got something called the the Ostian repeaters, which is just a couple of pistols that you just fire, and they run off of the 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 ether is what they use in the story. It's like the big like power source for everything. It's like ether punk, hmm. like steampunk. I could dig it. Magic tech. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And the uh, the monsters are all made up of ether. They just pop up out of nowhere. Hmm. And uh, they they got a cool mechanic for the repeaters is that to kind of keep you up in in the monster's face, even though you're using a ranged weapon, you if you reload near them, you siphon off ether from the monster and it empowers your shots. Uh, and I the see. closer you are, the more damage you do. So you don't just stand off at a distance and fire at them. So they they got some ways of of kind of mixing it up and whatnot. I haven't tried m- many of the other weapons. I tried out the sword. Didn't really get to see how that one was. They got uh, at the war pike. It's also got ammo. I'm not sure what it's like. It's like a big spear. They got the uh, the axe. It's like a it's like the great sword from Monster Hunter if you ever played it. But yeah, it's a fun game so far. It's free to play too. Just give it a shot. It's on every console for except for Switch, I think. Mm. Out on Steam, mm. and uh, it's a lot of fun. If you ever want to try it out, yeah. let me know. Cause I've I've already played a few things on PS4. All right, neat. Yeah, try I'll try to get. I'm gonna try to get better at playing multiplayer games with, with, with people, so yeah. might be a good litmus test to see. Would be. You wouldn't have to pay anything into it. Just yeah. let me know when you do. I mean, that might have to get headphones and stuff to be able to talk to one another. But also, For Honor, man. For, could, oh, we... For Honor, dude. If you want to play For Honor, I will start from scratch on PS4 to, to do that. Okay. I don't know if I can transfer all my account information from Xbox One over, because I I had like a bunch of stuff on For Honor on the Xbox One, and I, I kind of hope I could... Bring things Probably over be account based if you have to log into it. I think there is like a it's Ubisoft, right? So yeah, you Ubisoft. got the Ubisoft. Account. I hope so because my Shugoki had a lot of stuff on it. He's like the the big fat samurai dude with the um, what's the what's the, the stick uh, Kanabo? Uh, yeah, you could have like a there's a Tetsubo, and there's yeah Kan something bow. Mm-hmm. Bow is stick. Tetsubo would be like iron stick. He's just got a Tech giant Abo. stick with studs in it. That's all he's got. Yeah, they they used those things. That was a big thing. And when they did the Ultimate Warrior thing for Samurai, mm-hmm. they were like, this is their most destructive weapon. Yeah, I get it if you're fighting people in plate armor, sure, because it's going to cave it in. You're just yeah. using a blunt instead of a sharpened sword. Yeah, he's essentially a sumo wrestler with a giant like tree with with like metal plates and studs on it. Yeah, and War Club. It's just... Part it's just a gigantic branch with metal on it. Mm -hmm. Never underestimate the power of just caving in a person's chest cavity. Yeah, Yeah, no dexterity, all strength. No flimbass. Kyle's a big fan of tank class. I'm always a tank. I'm always like the the guy that can take hits in games. It's always my favorite role. Uh, Shugoki is terrible for one on one combat. Like if you go into a duel with Shugoki, 
God help you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the assassins will mess you up. Yeah, if you can't turn around fast, then you're just going to get sticky no. stabbed. Yeah. In the big of the back. There's a there's like a parry Check. system to where if your attacks are too slow, you can just the little the little dagger wielding trick can just parry your giant tree swings uh, and everything. So Dark Souls falls into that too. Yeah. Occasionally. So yeah, the um, if you want to try For Honor, man, I'm absolutely up for that. I'll just have to pick up like a a head headset so we can just talk and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, Kingdom Monsters. I played a little bit more Stellaris. I haven't really played a whole lot to talk about. It's just I've I've got a little bit further with that first Empire I've made. And, yeah. Uh, uh, the exploration part of it is pretty much done for me. Like, there's not. Really You'll get to, to that point. Like, what what year are you around? Like a hundred eighty to hundred years in? Oh, I have no idea. I honestly don't. Because um, <laughs> um, there will be the point where most of the the galaxy's explored, mm-hmm. and you're just using your uh, scientists to just go through quest chains and go and do uh, anomalies and then uh, research projects. Is that what they're actually used for? Because I've disbanded most of them already. <laughs> keep one or two around, and whenever you, you'll see like a. You'll have your situation log, and it'll have, like, a list of, like, active quests. Hmm. Well, they're research projects, but they're quests. Yeah. I've done those as I've I've revealed them. Yeah. I've done those on the fly. So I don't really have any that's up right now. I just have the the big tech research ones that that have taken, like, 5,000 hours to complete or whatever. (laughs) In-game 5,000 hours, not, like, real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's been pretty fun. I played it for about a, a day or two ever since we recorded the last podcast. Which I do appreciate about that game. I can just drop that and come back to it, and it's right, right. Absolutely, off. and really nice. in the development cycle, with that is you'll you'll get your fill, and then a new update will be out, and the game completely changes, and you get to like experience it over again. I've read that that's a big point of contention for people. That I they absolutely like love that. it, but I, that's something I would like too. It'd keep it fresh. It would not I, keep it as like the same stale game over and over. But it's, a lot it, of people don't like the fact that it just changes so much like that. And it's a shame because that's like the beauty of it. Like. Yeah. I don't want to play the same game that I played like 30 hours of like two months ago. I want to play something that's like a little bit different. Exactly. Yeah, I can understand that. I, I really do appreciate that. But I'm still having fun with that. The, um, oh, just one shout out. I haven't actually got to play it yet, but the, uh, the new Keyforge set. I'm, I'm a real big fan of Fantasy Flight's Keyforge. The Call of the Archon set was the first one they've had for about the first year. And they're coming out with the new, the new set, Age of Ascension, I think is what it's called. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, I think it should be out by now. I just haven't got a chance to pick it up because the local g- game store doesn't have it in yet. Yeah. And I, I just can't wait to get my hands on that and try it out. We uh, we played a little bit of it and we were trying out YouTube streaming there. We did and try to do a YouTube stream, so... Yeah, we did. If 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 you follow us on the YouTubes, then you might have saw a notification or the video. Yeah. I like the... I like streaming on YouTube. Um... It was very straightforward. The only thing I'd want to figure out is how to do camera controls on the fly. Yeah, but There's other a than lot that, of kinks we got to work out. But that's mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a work in progress. And audio, and then we'll have to figure out how to do lighting. But it's it's something that we would potentially do. So let us know if that's something you'd want to see potentially, oh, yeah. and what you'd want us to stream because board games, not not the videos. There's if you want to see video game streamers, there's like a million. There's like so many. There, no. you, you pick one of those guys. But it, like you said, this was a test, so there are a lot of kinks we are working on improving. And also we will give like forewarning whenever we do them. Like we're not just gonna be like streaming now, get good noobs, figure it out, get here. <laughs> yeah, we will like be like, hey tomorrow at this time we're gonna stream or something. We'll give a heads up as opposed to just like dropping it on you whenever we've got it all figured out and we're doing like 
for real, for real streams. Yeah. Still a lot of technical stuff we got to figure out. But once we do, we'll give you a, a certain schedule. Here, here at Table Stop Industries, we're a mom and pop shop. <laughs> <laughs> With no mother or father. Ritter, you are my mother. Ooh. Ooh. Table Stop Orphans right here. <laughs> table Stop <Right>. Orphans. <laughs> well. I think the last thing I played, though, for my list was uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. I've been playing a lot more of it, too. They yeah. uh, they brought back Dominaria Draft as like the the rank draft on it, and Dominaria is a is a really fun set to play in limited and draft form. So if you have tried out Arena, if you've given it a chance, I don't know if you've tried it out, Ritter. Or no, not. I know Dominaria. That was like the like where Magic core sets would take place primarily, right? Like yeah. Magic 2010, 2012, 2011 would all be in Dominaria mainly. Yeah, like it back when Magic first came out, like the first ten years of Magic's history. Was all set on Dominaria. Like, so that's that where you get Urza playing, and like the Weatherlight and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yep. Okay, like the Weatherlight's actually a card in Dominaria. Oh, is it a vehicle? It's a vehicle. Ah, yep. sick. It's actually like you you attack with it, and it gets like legends or something like that. They made the whole set legend themed, which was pretty cool. Uh, they haven't done that since Kamigawa. Yeah, that's that's that what they was... were saying that they they hadn't done that for a while. They actually had like a a, a cycle of rares that were legendary sorceries that you could only cast if you had a legendary thing out. And they were, like, really powerful things, but... Yeah, Kamigawa was uh, incredibly underpowered, from what I understand. Yeah, not a lot of people like the Kamigawa block very much. It, uh, like, from a design perspective, at least. You get something ridiculous, like a 1-1 one, one that has tap deal 1 damage, and he costs 4. Yeah, yeah. Like, for no good reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kamigawa wasn't everybody's favorite from design. Yeah. Look viewpoint, but Dominaria is is good from like it's it's lauded as like one of the best limited formats that people that play Magic have seen in a long time, and I've I've been playing a lot of it. I've been enjoying it a lot. I haven't done, but I haven't been doing very well with it, but it's still a lot of fun. And I've been playing some of the the popper format they put on there, where you can only play with commons. That one's pretty fun too. But other than that, that's King of the Monsters. All those games I've been playing, that's pretty much been it for me. Nice. Yeah. What you been up to, Dan? Me? Yeah. Damn. That's going to be real short, because oh. <laughs> I haven't been up to a whole lot since last time we recorded. Skyrim's still going on. Oh. Speaking of uh, Skyrim, man, I got thoughts and opinions. It's it's a good game. It's not a great RPG. <laughs> hmm. All right, so let's take another Elder Scrolls ser- game. Let's take uh, Oblivion. Oblivion. Oblivion restricted your character by forcing you to take a class... And it had a bunch of skills. The Elder, Elder Scrolls formula is the more you do an action, the better you get at it, which I love. So whenever you're playing in Oblivion, you're playing a knight, you have like five or ten skills that will level your character if you level those particular skills. And sure, you could go off and do all the other skills, like say you want to, you know, try a little bit of conjuring magic or, or or you want to sneak a little bit, sure, you can level those up, but they're not going to contribute to your overall level. Now, in Skyrim, there are no classes, and when there are no restrictions, there's nothing stopping you from just being good at everything and, like, just being overpowered fairly quickly. So, I mean, the way I've been playing Skyrim is I've been trying to set, like, a class idea in my head. Like, okay, I'm going to use Conjuring, I'm going to summon... Summoning creatures, summoning weapons, and then I'm going to do a little bit of like a one-handed combat with no shield. And that's been going pretty well, but still, 
I still find myself going, well, I can do everything, so I might as well, you know, get into it enchanting a little bit. And, you know, an archer is pretty fun. I'm going to play an archer right now. Like, yep. there's no structure. It's just you get all of the toys, and you can play with all the toys. And it's a, it's just, it's my biggest complaint about it. That's a positive for most people, though. Yeah, for most people, say, it that's is. That's a positive for me. I like all that stuff. <laughs> but uh, restrictions in games... I love. I love being restricted. I love being creative in a confined area. And whenever I can just be like, okay, well, here, I got a problem. Oh, I have all of the tools so I can just solve it at any number of ways. It's kind of like, meh. To be fair, to do good at everything in Skyrim, you have to you have to sink a lot of time in to yeah. level up all that stuff. Like, if you want to take every single tree that you could possibly level up and get it all, like, not even all the way up, just good to where it's up to a point where it's usable... It that takes a lot of time. It it is an investment in time, but like so most people don't even find it to be worth it, like as a time investment, to just do that. Like they'll just say, like I, I just want to be a two handed barbarian. They'll just be the best two handed barbarian this side of, I don't know what that world is called. Tamriel. This side of the Mississippi. Yeah, Tamriel. <laughs> this side of Tamriel. <laughs> yeah, I get it, but like um. You don't have to be that good at a skill to be better than like the the game itself. Which is also another like issue I have with it. It's it it after level I'd say like twenty, the game just kind of becomes trivial. Like even on the higher difficulties, it's just kind of. Yeah, I was gonna say I seem to remember way back when it first came out, maybe a year after I had not beaten it. Somebody told me, "Hey, when you go into the final boss fight, take the difficulty slider and put it up to maximum, or else you're gonna kill him in two hits." Yep. Yep. That happened. <laughs> and then, like, some boss fights in that game are real janky, but... Yeah, yeah, but Skyrim's still going. I'm really enjoying it, though. Like, despite my, my complaint about not being restricted into a class. Because I remember when it came out, too, and that was a big feature. I was like, oh, man, this is great. But then I played it for, like, 15, 20, 30 hours. And I'm like, I can just be whatever I want to be. I want the game to force me to be something. Oh, it's good that you hmm. put your own restrictions in there for it then yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'm still breaking them like i did the um the mages college quest line so i was like you know what i'm gonna play this like a mage so destructive magic okay. and now i'm like uh i'm i'm like in a normal gameplay flow and i'm finding myself going back to being stealthy and using bows hmm. and yeah. if something big comes along just summon my daedra my daedric knight that i call timmy all right, Timmy's great. <laughs> Timmy's like, oh, I smell weakness. I'm like, go get him, Timmy. <laughs> Timmy's just a little demon guy. Tama. He's so good. Tama. Um, next thing is, speaking of Stellaris, a new update is coming out. I think June fourth. Oh, oh no, that's that the ancient relics. Ancient relics. Yeah. It, so whenever an expansion comes out, a free update comes out. Ooh. So the game's going to change a little bit for you. Okay. Um. Way back when, there were sectors, and there were a way that you could have the game automate itself, especially if you're building a large empire, a wide empire. Yeah. They're bringing that back. They're bringing some automation in. And if you noticed on your planets, mm-hmm. how they'll develop, and then they'll like give themselves a designation like agri-world, or forge world, or mining world. Never noticed that yet. That hasn't happened. Well, eventually it will happen. Oh. And the game would generate that based on what you build on it. And, it, of course, like, a mining world will give you a benefit to mining. Forge world will give you a better benefit to, like, manufacturing alloys. Well, this way you can change it 
on the fly. Oh, okay. So it just gives you a little more control. You mentioned the sectors thing, though. That's already in the, the, the edition I have. It is, but it's bad. Oh. Yeah, they're, they're making it so you can actually control where the sector capitals are and thus control what planets are in what sectors. Okay. Um, be interesting to see that then. Cause I, I never, actually never have used the sector tab at all. Nah, it, it's pretty much useless at this point. You just throw a governor in a sector, like, yep. say you got like a couple of research planets, you throw a research, researcher based governor in there and just worry about it whenever he croaks. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've done. Yeah. <laughs> And the last thing is, I've been listening to this podcast called the Encourageable Party Podcast. What they're, do they fix? They don't fix anything. <laughs> but what they are is a, uh, they're a D&D podcast. And, you know, most boring D&D podcasts are a whole bunch of grognargs that have been playing D&D for 400 years. Um, they got, mm. like, uh, two people who've never played a D&D campaign. A, per- a guy who hasn't played since the 80s. And their DM who, you know, is knowledgeable in 5th ed. And they're just, they're just, uh, Having a good old time playing through this guy's campaign. So that's what's made you be like, ah, I want to do a fifth thing. Yeah, that's what made me, do, yeah. I see your Speaking line of Speaking of which, Rainy. Yes. You interested in doing a D&D campaign? Uh, yeah. I, I really am. In fact, uh, I'd like to actually learn how to DM it at some point because I did buy that monster manual book that like, uh, allows you to actually play as monsters and Ooh. I have a little campaign idea in mind and I've got the whole, uh, pdf for the entire book that gives like all the stats and information about the monster you could play and i might put a couple limitations on it like a couple of them that are like godly i might be like all right you can't be like the god guy obviously but um but why though i, <laughs> I think but it I would be, be uh really cool to learn how to play and not only just play but also like eventually it'd be cool to bust that out because i've had that pdf for a while i just i actually what? Your support group for monsters thing? Yes. Yeah. I uh, I, I do want to listen to Incorrigible Party because you you have told me that it's very easy to learn fifth mm-hmm. edition from them. Like they yeah. not only like play it from my understanding, they also kind of like teach it in an easy to understand beginner's way. Yeah, and Liam that's the, my number one problem. Does a, he does a really good job of going. Okay, this this is what you roll for this. You take this stat. And and you add that number to this number, and you roll okay. Well, then yeah, it, it's it, it's a really good like like uh, that would be fantastic. Teaching. My number one problem is that I just don't want to open up that book and spend all that time reading through that book like I'm doing like textbook study. And if you're playing as like a character in the party, don't got to do that. Yeah, you just exactly. Show up with your player sheet and Playing I'll as take a care character. of the rest. I definitely want to play as a character first. And you know, I love putting together player sheets and I love making little doodles of uh, my character and everything. I always go for the buffest, gayest girl I can. That's my thing. I love it. I love the weird little like gay girls that are like gremlins or are like buff bitches. That's my <laughs> characters I always go for. And I am uh, so ready to play a D&D campaign. I really enjoy them. We'll have to discuss more things about it off mic, but yeah. just yeah. That's pretty much it. Hey, what movie did we watch recently? Detective Pikachu, perhaps? Was it about the electric uh, investigator? Right. And then we saw uh, Detective Pikachu in yes, theaters, all of us thing. together as like a, a cool kid group. And man, did I really enjoy the fun and lively and uh, very immersive kind of world they created where Pokemon are just kind of like there. I really enjoyed it. An interesting way. Hmm? Hmm? 
All right. So say huh? say you're huh? say say you're in your in your in your little apartment, right? Yes. And 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 you and your partner you're making yes. out. Things are getting hot and heavy. Oh, I oh, thought man. you meant like your detective partner, a hundred percent as well. I, I meant one hundred romantic like, partner. <gasps> no, I should no! I should uh, I should preface that romantic partner. Okay, okay. Making out, things are getting hot and heavy. That Mew is just kind of sitting there in the corner, looking at you. That Meowth is just like he's gonna watch you freak, and it's like, yo, you need to get out of here. I mean, I imagine it's the same way as like. When you lock your cat out of your bedroom to get freaky deaky, like but you're gonna, bed- you're gonna also usher the meowth out of the bedroom. But that Pokemon's smart though. Lock. That Pokemon way smarter than that cat. Dang, you're right. That like, Pokemon uh, know what you're doing. The Manky just unlocks the door the and like, like walks a- in, like Manky. Manky like, wanna watch. <laughs> They're not smart enough to not get out, to get out of a Pokeball. I don't think it takes intelligence. It's like a piece of technology that keeps them in there. Right. So you put them in the Pokeball. <laughs> How nervous do you get? You know what? Oh. You're right. Ritter. Oh, Ritter solving right. all the problems but in the Pokemon world. But that's against the whole city rules of the movie. Yeah, that's the one It was no city rule thing. established that you Actually, cannot have Pokeballs. there was. Then that that was city, the yeah. big rule of the city that he was the in. The big, huge what ad on the train watch? that was like, here is all the rules for the city. Here's all the MacGuffins going on in this city right now. You didn't see it in the train scene? I missed that, apparently. Yeah, he's like a... I remember they said, we live here together in harmony with Pokemon. Now I hear them say... No Pokeballs. He yeah. did explicitly actually say no Pokeballs allowed. Well, that's dumb. No, How are you going to walk like around and let an Onyx just tear up the road? Well, it's only that city. <laughs> it's just a special city where the dude who founded the city believes that living side by side with Pokemon can better you as a human being. And so they are treated as equals and are not allowed to be in Pokeballs and they are your partner. What about not your the pet. underground fighting ring? That was, yeah, that was illegal. Yeah. It wasn't allowed. Yeah, so Fighting's people will illegally keep Pokeballs. City. Yeah, Some they will. do illegally, but you're not supposed to. I would. Like, there's illegal fighting. You don't want that, you don't want that manky watching either. you fuck. You don't want that manky watching you. Hey, uh, real quick, how nervous do you get when your girl brings home her new Pokemon and it's a Mr. Mime and you're like, oh. Man, that guy is oh. a freak. Mr. Mime's going to marry your mom. He's going to marry Mr. Mime's going to steal your girl. Your girl brings home a Mr. Mime one day, and you're like, we have to go to couples therapy now. You can never get that girl pregnant. Otherwise, that Mr. Mime is going to marry her. Mr. Steal Your Girl yeah. Mime. He really right. is. He's just going to he's gonna do that weird glass walk into her heart. Glass walk into my heart. <laughs> so, yeah, what you guys think? You, you, you said you liked it, Rainy. Did. Ritter, did you like it? I was fine. Kyle, did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. What about you, Dan? Yeah, it was pretty good for a kids movie. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. But no, it was good. It was a good kids movie. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's it was just fun to be in that kind of immersive world and be like, man, what if? And then uh, we all talked about like what Pokemon we would have. Mine would be a Spinda because I love those freaky little bunnies. It's a bear. They're pandas. They are panda. Is a bear. Rabbits. It is set. Also, what? A panda is a bear. Yeah. 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 But they're they're just panda bear. bunnies. You just say bear though. Yeah. You that's don't what specify I did. what bear. You guys say panda. This panda was bear. the zoological yeah, corner with Ryan Ritter. Bunny, like technically, but they're little bunnies, and they have little little squiggly eyes, and they just kind of amble around everywhere. They're constantly in a state of vertigo, and they're so sweet. What Pokemon would you have had, Dan? Geodude. Is that even a question? Yeah, of course. <laughs> they already Geodude's have got a hands. panda Pokemon that Pangoro. is... Pangoro. Uh, 
Yeah, Pan yeah. Champ and Pangoro. Yeah. Yeah. Pangoro's awesome. I like them. So Spinda has to be a bear. What? That's like they saying already they already have, have a rat Pokemon. They have like 30 different rat Pokemons. Yeah. It's not like you get one panda and that's it. They got 15 different Pidgeys at this point. They do have a lot of different <laughs> Pidgeys. Pidgey, like, yeah. Odo, Odo. Kyle, what, what would you be your Pokemon? Oh, crap. What did I say? Um, <laughs> the bug types are always my favorite. I know they're the weakest, but I like bugs. You said Heracross. Heracross. That's what it was. Uh, yep. That big old Hercules beetle dude. If we're going off of the Rhyme City like rules where you can't have him in the Pokeball, you just have him walk around with you, Heracross. Because he's like four feet tall. He's like strong as an ox. He's really cool looking. He'd help not you out that, with some stuff. Not that new one that's like uh, based off of a Galisapod? No, he's huge and he would be in the way at all <laughs> points. Like Galisapod is real cool, but yeah, no thank you. Yeah. He's Look just at that got, Geodude though. Uh, He'd just be uh, hanging out with me. We were just uh, in uh, stunned me. silence all right. looking uh, at Dan's Question of the day. <laughs> question of the day. Rock. It was a very question bad realistic Geodude. Do Geodudes walk on their hands or do they float? That is for you at home listening or at work listening or in your car listening. Hands, hand walkie, or floaty on the Geodudes? The great I feel debate. like I've seen them float in the anime before. That might just be like, a, what's that one thing called where you think something's real when it wasn't? Oh, like the uh, trick the starts with Nelsella. an M, right? Oh, Nelsella. as a Mandela, Mandela effect. effect yeah. It might just be the Mandela effect of like, now that I've spoken to it into existence, I believe it wholeheartedly and could remember it but well, to be fair I find swear. the Bulbapedia article on that to be fair in the games you don't see Geodude standing on his fists you see him just oh, floating yeah. in the air yeah he definitely well is he floating in the air or is he sitting on the ground with his hands in He's the air I don't know oh yeah he is kind of floating yeah. I swear I think I've here's seen a gift of Geodude in, in the anime just going yeah Oh, yeah, yeah he's clearly in the he's air. He's sitting on that Hell mountain. Yeah. There's no, no mountain. Floating. No, he's he's just clearly floating. What's that behind him? It's a cloud. <laughs> it's a cloud, dude. Well, from it's here, I'm across the room. It you looks like across. an ice-covered mountain. Okay, so he does He does float. Uh, hashtag confirmed. Geodude has some kind of weird floating powder, power, perhaps uh, related to magnets. Man, if Geodude maybe? can float, then he could pick me up and be my little Geodude backpack. Oh, my God. Jetpack. He could. You well, just wait, if he, but if he's floating with magnetism, though, he'd also just ruin everything around him that's electrical. That's like okay. Your phone would I just would, be dead. I would uh, be Amish well, for Geodude. Well, that's a theory. Uh, Maybe he doesn't. It is my impression that Geodude can do this by containing highly pressurized hydrogen gas. Oh, he's So gaseous. Geodude's just a balloon. Oh. oh, a rock balloon. Interesting. That's why one of his main moves is explode. Uh-huh. Uh, I would never explode right. my Geodude. Uh, Real quick, Ritter, what Pokemon would you have had? Uh, it's up there, but I think a debate would have to be like an Aaron. Mm. He's a little steel dude who turns into Agron. Mm. Agron is pretty cool. Yeah. Agron would be such a pain, though, to have like walk around with you and stuff. He would be, but not Aaron. He'd He's be cool. Massive. A little Aaron dude, he'd be cool, yeah. Yeah, he'd just be like having a little dogger. See, is that Aaron with an A or an E? A-R-O-N. Like iron, but with an A. I left my iron on. Skarmory is cool, but Skarmory also is a bird made of razor blades. So Ooh, yeah, that wouldn't be super great to just. Like, it would just have be around. flapping around and then just cut all the power lines when it flew by him or something. Yeah, that wouldn't be murder super anything great. else that it flies through. Just Ugh. a just a hazard. Yeah, good movie though. Enjoy good it. Movie. See, this is where Digimon has the edge over Pokemon because Ugh. when Digimon evolve, they can come back. 
Bold. What the hell does that mean? They can come back. That well, they're means digital that they monsters. They can go back to their original base form. Like, imagine if you oh. could Bulbasaur could just turn into Venusaur when he needed to, and then back to Bulbasaur. Well, that's stupid. They devolve instantly. That just makes no sense. Well, it takes a lot of energy to digivolve. Well, that's just silly. No, clearly, I've never researched the advanced Digimon politics. <laughs> I clearly <laughs> have there, not. Is there You're a big right. Digital war. Yes. That's lame. Digi-war. <laughs> well, what happens in the thing? Digi-war what, is what, hell. What think? Well, when you're first in there, it's against the Black Gears is your main, like, antagonist. They don't know what's going on. They just know that there's every now and then one of these big old Black Gears comes out of nowhere, slams into a Digimon, and makes them all evil and junk. Oh, I forgot oh, that about sucks. that. You're right. Yeah, and then... Who's the monkey guy that was like the main antagonist for the most part? It was Etemon. Etemon, yeah. He was like Etemon. the Elvis Presley monkey dude. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what the etymology behind Etemon's <laughs> name is. <laughs> because <laughs> Japanese for monkeys like Saru or Osaru or something like that. Uh, that's where you get the, like in DBZ when they're like, turns into the mighty Osaru. It's because they're really mispronouncing Osaru, which oh. is just Japanese for monkey. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So. Yeah. Actually, Why'd you say might... that in an Australian accent? That's that's because that's what Jace sounds like in DBZ. The mm. red guy from the Ginyu Squad. I'm going uh, real deep here. Yep. I don't yep. know about, I don't real know deep. about that Australia. to dispute it. Yeah, <laughs> from Space Australia. <laughs> if anybody out there has not seen DBZ abridged, do yourself a favor and watch it. It is glorious. Uh, yeah, that's real, though. That's what, whatever reason they localized <laughs> him as Space Australian. Yeah. That's very uh, weird. I don't, I don't know if he was Kansai dialect or what, but... Uh, Every now and then you get them funny accents. Every now and then I fall apart. No. And I need you now tonight. No. And I need you more than ever. No. Hey, hey Vegeta. Right. Vegeta. Because I'll never be ever? wrong. Hey, Take Vegeta. What? Hey. What? Hey, Vegeta. What? What's our show topic? What? Our show topic's origin, Vegeta. Tell us no, about origins. We don't have a show topic. We're here to wait, murder the earth. Wait. Wait, Nappa, Vegeta. Oh. Wait, we got one. Oh, <laughs> we got we got a network party. Oh yeah, we do have a network party that network we just party. went to. General Richard Nixon's massive get together of the party of the network. It variety. was the thirtieth time that we've we went to Richard Nixon's house. Yes, the thirtieth. His glorious it's state. Been, we've been doing this since, since you were zero. No, it's not. It's it's been bi yearly. But some years oh, okay, we've had okay. more. So like we've done 30 of, them, of these. 15 years. Gotcha, okay. Fun fact, you guys actually did that on International Tabletop Day. <laughs> I did see a post that. Four Horsemen Maybe. and Morgantown did about it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't see any pictures or anything about what they did, but they were supposed to have like a big shindig down there. Huh. Yeah, we planned it now. Yeah, so uh, we got two different flavors of network parties that the old Nis- Richard Nixon would throw. The board game... Type in the uh, in the uh, computer type. Actually, three types. Because then there is the uh, yeah. There's the consoles, consoles, PCs, and then board games. And there's always like console board game and then PC board game. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it used to just be like consoles and PCs. Like we really didn't get into board games until high school. So probably like maybe around network party 15 to 20 is mm-hmm. whenever we started throwing board games in. Right. Well, that would be yeah. Network doesn't really apply for board games, but uh You can't run a board game through a router. I tried. I got <laughs> I got burnt one to many board times. Board game burned. Oh man. Everything burned. I died. I am ghost high. 
<laughs> Ritter Lord. I miss Ritter. Who? <laughs> R.I.P. Sometimes Ooh. I can still hear his voice. Hey! Hey! It haunts me. Hey! <laughs> hey! But yeah, um. Stop ignoring me! <laughs> I'm just sitting here! You guys hear something? Do you mean floating? Oh, uh, wait, 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 do ghost, are does, ghost, does ghost Ritter stand on his hands or does he float? <laughs> he stands on his hands, obviously. <laughs> oh man, heavy wheeze. What? Wheeze. Wheezing? <laughs> are you hey, talking about still? Wheeze. <laughs> I got back my lap, man. It's better than heavy coughing. Wheeze. Oh. Wheezing. Wheeze. But yeah, so at the network party, uh, we, uh, we had a three-hour-long Beyblade tournament, and it was glorious. Oh, man. Yes. Many, many bays were had. Many bays were bursted. I don't even know. How did you guys do in your match? Oh, we, uh, my team did terrible. Oh, really? Oh, we did awful. We, we scored like two points every game and lost every single one. Hmm. <laughs> I was undefeated. Mm-hmm. My team was undefeated. Yeah, your team did well. Yeah, your team had a lot good. of good stuff. Yeah. You had a lot of good ones on your side, admittedly. I really thought you would have performed better with the one that you had. I per- individually I performed fairly well with mine, but the uh a lot of the other like low draft picks we we got, hmm. we didn't realize until too late that they were bad because they blew up on us every single time. Yeah, there are some I tried to warn people um what ones would I recommend or whatnot. Hmm. But there were some that like uh people used there that I was very surprised at the performance wise. The one that impressed me the most was that circular, a perfectly circular one, that yellow one. Right. That had the really wide rim on it. Right. I never saw that thing go down. Which is weird because it has no teeth. And the way these things work is they click in with teeth. Like most of them have three teeth. You go click, 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 and it's assembled. This one does not have that. Oh. This one is just, if something hits it hard enough, it's just going to spin it and blow it up. But... Because it has no surface whatsoever, just perfectly round, it's hard for anything to get a bite on it. So something's either got to come from the top on it or underneath it. So It's also got that principle of, of being a wider circular object. It's got more angular momentum on it. Yes. So it takes a lot more energy to actually stop the thing. And you, if you can't actually hook any teeth on it, then right. it, it, it spins way longer. It will mm, purely stand on its way to victory. Degree. It is 100% a stamina type with zero points in defense or offense. Yeah. I had one like that when I was growing up. They did the like a similar concept. It was also like a yellow propeller one. This was actually like an homage to it. Oh. But uh, the older Beyblades used to be much bigger. Yeah. That one yeah. that I had was like as wide as my hand. Really? It was absurdly large. It was Tripio was what it was called. I remember when I had them as a kid, though, when they first came out, they... The the ones that we played with they have like the the uh, they have like the, the click assembly where you click them in three times and they can actually fly apart whenever if something hits one another one if it hits it hard enough the ones that I have were just a solid assembly yeah this uh, that's the whole new thing for this uh, when they like revived the Beyblade deal yeah. it was revived with the branding Beyblade Burst uh, the whole idea was that you blow up your opponent you get extra points okay that was like yeah before when you were playing you had two ways to win outspin them or knock them out yeah and that was it. I remember so it was like really customizable with like the uh, the different weight plates that you could put in, and mm-hmm. then also like the the teeth gears and stuff you could put in it too. Right. Yeah, I was like that was my experience with it. Yeah. Back then. Well, I mean, these are still all completely customizable. Hmm. You can right now take all the ones that I have and build like an unstoppable combination out of it. Oh, really? 
Yeah, that's it's there are metas for it, mm. and there are certain ones that are like this one is pretty much your standard for. I think they call it upper attack is very popular right now. You get one that specifically forces damage down on the opponent and tries to like knock him into a stadium mm. uh, or get a burst that way. Okay, but uh, it's not crazy competitive because it's still tops. So I'm still shell shocked that this is still a thing and that I've had so much fun with it. Yeah, <laughs> it is a lot of fun. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, I could go on, but yeah, I just wondered how you all performed it cuz my team didn't do bad. We had uh we had some uh pretty decent picks on stuff. I uh, I picked some that uh I knew were like middle ground or were going to do fairly well. Yeah, your so. your team was actually in the finals against Dan's team. We did. Yeah. We uh we almost would have won. We were one to one at the end. Admittedly, it was entirely down to the last match. It could have gone either way. That last moment, though, you gotta, you guys gotta talk about that that thing that happened in the end. Yeah, oh, this that was, was like thing. straight out of the anime. So there was a stadium that we launched, and uh, it's a blue one that you can get at Walmart. It's got kind of like an acceleration ring around one side, and it's got four pits, one in each corner, and uh, there's like this little ridge between a side where there is no pit and the actual, like, stadium itself. And they threw in two stamina types. And one of them managed to land up on that ridge and perfectly balanced itself sitting there. It never came <laughs> into the stadium. It's a left-spin stamina. And the right-spin guy was still in the stadium, still just spinning. So we were just watching these two... And the guy up on the ridge just couldn't go anywhere because he was stuck there. And the guy in the middle couldn't go anywhere because he had pointed tips. We were just sitting there forever. And finally, at the last second, the left spin lost enough power that he bumped into the wall, knocked himself in, and hit the guy who was in the middle of the ring and knocked him out. It was so good. just stole all the spin off of him and managed to spin for that last two seconds. It was there just was like this nail biting, watching like how is this possibly balanced perfectly happening? There was like a crowd of fifteen people, and everyone was watching that this just thing. Cheered and clapped for this this little top <laughs> match. It was glorious. It was really something to see. Yeah, like a hundred percent would have been in the children's anime shows. Oh, it would have been. <laughs> it's like you, you'd have like the slow fade zoom in, just like zoom in on the top up on the ridge, and the guy's like face like kind of water slides in. He's like, ha, I've got them now. This is my perfect trap. And then the other guy's like in the middle of the game. He's like, what's he going to do up there? There's no way he can beat me now. I've got this in the bag. And he's like, ultimate technique. And he just flies in and takes him out. <laughs> like the cut cut away to four pictures of the people with the surprise yeah. faces. Oh, <gasps> you got the guy with the glasses just like pulling up with, with the glare. He's like, yes, he's balanced perfectly at the top. But as you see, he will get more power from his attack by going down. Right. <laughs> but only said more intelligently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Pretty much that paraphrased. That would probably be actually it when it's localized. That's what it would sound like. <laughs> this is a little bit off topic, but there I I've seen clips of some of the English dubs for the the Yu-Gi-Oh, the newest Yu-Gi-Oh series. Oh, uh, okay. It is cringy bad and hilarious. Yeah. Hello, my oh, name is man. Yu-Gi-Oh. I am a 12-year-old boy. These are my grandfather's cards. Pot of greed. Is the it that ones, bad? The, it's, no, it's it's worse than that. Oh. The, one, the, the, the newest thing that they've done is that uh, all the Yu-Gi-Oh! monsters now have, for some reason, are themed around actors. 
And the worst one I've seen is a mammoth that is that talks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Did they? Even saying Arnold Schwarzenegger <gasps> quotes. Is this a celebrity card game that did, we've been talking about? Did they just steal our idea? They might have. Oh my hey, god. Hey Yu-Gi-Oh! I want hey, that check in the mail. Royalty. Konami. <laughs> Wait, no, now that we're talking about the celebrity card game thing, I gotta mention this. So my uncle listened to the last podcast, and apparently he Shout out to me, Kyle's uncle. He told me that there actually was a celebrity card game that was back in the eighties when he was a kid, and I never knew about it. Like I, I didn't actually like look it up to fact check, so I could be talking out of my ass right here. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he told me that there actually used to be some celebrity card game thing that tried that didn't really quite get off the ground, but it was actually a thing for a while. So Would they fight? I don't was know. It like it wasn't. It was just trading. I think it was just trading. I think it was just like baseball cards, but. Yeah, that was the exact argument I had, is why baseball players, why not, like, actors and junk like that? And uh I guess baseball cards probably just had longer to get, like, a footing. Yeah, must have. Also, I think they had, like, the whatever year that baseball player played for that card. His stats, maybe? Yeah, some people care about that. I guess, some weirdos. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I ain't into all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Let's just play Excel spreadsheet the game. Right. For well, that's what we walked into. We did walk into, into literally into his house, <laughs> and they're just like there's this giant screen up with an Excel spreadsheet, and you got these lemons and leaves and yin yangs and rocks and, and crosses acorns. and acorns, and I'm like, what is happening? And I watched for about a half an hour, still don't know what was happening, don't know who won. I don't know if who won and why won. they won. What? Yin yangs won. Did they? Or no, lemons won. Oh, the dang lemons. I don't I know what that no means in terms happened. of people winning it's, or it losing. Was, it was, uh, uh, wait for it. Coalition is the name of the game. Yeah. Oh, I, I'd like my headcanon better where they were just like random things on the spreadsheet and well, people that, drawing cars and be like, seven lemons. We just yeah. don't know. That could have been something that Mr. Richard Nixon did. He could have been. just assigned them random names. Like, didn't you guys do that with your Lego politics game? At we one did. Point? We had we had countries. We had provinces in the countries. We had political parties in the <laughs> provinces in the countries. <laughs> did you have like South Portugal and North Portugal? Or we something? had South Portugal, which was a province in burrito or guacamole. Oh, okay, yeah, and everything was named after Mexican food. <laughs> we were really big. Or Spanish in food. I don't want to be. No, I think burrito was the country, and guacamole was a province in the country. Okay, who had salsa? I don't think salsa was a province in the burrito. Hmm. I think I think South like Portugal was. What's that? Somebody took over one of the countries, like they invaded. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of wars, like every once in a while. Okay. So each country was a different group of people who would be at Richard Nixon's house. Yeah. So like, I was over there all the time. So I had a party in one country. I think burrito and a party in the Hogus, which was another country. <laughs> the Hogus. <laughs> all right oh and then like we'd all get together and we'd have like an international phase like an inter- international like turn right where like countries would invade each other or do like trade deals and stuff yeah richard nixon was unsurprisingly a political science major and i was a history major in college and see, there was so a lot of just... beer involved and right. this game was beautiful and great and uh, i was talking to richard nixon and he was like yo i still have all the pages with the history, the last like forty turns we took of all the countries. I'm like, please put that back up on your website. Yeah, find it somewhere. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, this guy takes these like network parties seriously. Yeah, They're playing out to a T. Yeah. Yeah. 
hundred percent serious business. I mean, at this point, he's ran thirty of them, so he's really good at running an event, mm-hmm. especially for like twenty, fifteen to twenty people. I, I was this is was only the second one I've been to. I was surprised at how much of a, a handle he had on all that stuff too. Yeah, really he's good. he's been doing it for years. Yeah. That's just what he does. He likes statistics. He likes keeping track of everybody's points. Yeah, like we have a point system. You have points. I do. You have points. For showing up, you get a For half For showing point. up, you get half a point. Oh, how about that? And there's been like You're a the tier list of, of all of his friends who've gone to these things forever. <laughs> I think it's like 30 people I'm now. I'm half a point away from 10th slot. I lost third place, and now I'm barely hanging on in fourth place. Oh. Huh. Pretty high yep. up there. Well, of course, number one is his brother, yeah. and number two is him. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's cool, though. Richard Nixon Jr. and Richard Nixon. Right. Then Richard Nixon Sr. somewhere. Right. And and Mrs. Richard Nixon is somewhere there too. Yeah. One thing I really appreciated that I just gotta mention. They we just walked into the backyard just like talking and they had a throwing target set up there. And I absolutely love just, just throwing axes and knives. And they had the greatest assortment of throwing axes I've seen so <laughs> far. I, I went on eBay and Google and everything trying to find these axes and they're out of they're out of production. I can't find them anywhere. I found one on eBay, but I I spent maybe about like a total time of two hours at that place just doing nothing but sitting back there and destroying that throwing target. Yep, it was that that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Mr. Richard Nixon Senior pulled out those pellet guns. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wasn't expecting that. So I don't know where he's like, like here's some pellet guns, guys. Mm-hmm. It's like all right, it's cool. Yeah, it was a great time. I will know to bring pellet guns next time. It was really cool playing uh, Nixon's game that he made too yeah that's like the third or fourth iteration of that that game but it worked out really well it'd be yeah. a nice small box game I liked it it was kind of like you you drafted you drafted like these fantasy classes like warlocks and and berserkers and fighters necromancers and whatnot yeah they had like little stats on their cards and there was like eight people you you'd split off into four pairs and fight each other when you and then you go to another draft and get some more people and upgrade the ones you had you roll rolling dice and Using little cubes for actions and stuff. It was it was a fun game. Yeah, I liked it quite a bit. Hmm. We should, I wonder, uh, I'm I sorry. Wonder, like a minimum player count for that. I wonder if like four is like a good minimum player. Count. I was looking at his sheet and it said that four was the minimum. He had like he had like a, a block tier for how many people should play it and what you should do if there's if there's X like I think six to eight players hmm. and he had like four to four to six and like six to eight. There was like two different tiers of what you do with it. Ah, I see. Yeah, like next a huge printout sheet for that. It was real cool looking. Next mm-hmm. time we get together with him, I'm gonna ask him to bring his uh his other board game, the uh, Steel City Soft Drinks. Oh, the Speakeasy thing. This the Prohibition Pittsburgh game. Yeah, yeah. Because that is so good. I, you got it me is interested in that. So good. You really got me interested in that. I don't want to play that. Like we you get buy him to li- sponsor us. Hey, Richard Nixon. <laughs> yeah, sponsor us. <laughs> we'll but, promote advertising. Pay us. <laughs> like it's it's like you um hilarious. It's it gets cutthroat, like it's insane. Like I I don't know how to describe it. I just I just have to experience it. it like, I you really it. do. Yeah. Oh, um. Yeah. You guys, want to talk about origins now? Yeah. 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 I'd say if it's me. I'm Rainy. I'm back from the dead. Rainy We're is about back origins. from her. I wasn't at the Richard Hold Nixon. Hold up. Game, yeah, so yeah, she wasn't there. I took a little breather. You playing an anime game? Why we're talking about Richard Nixon? I'm not playing my anime game. I'm playing my Cat Warrior game, <laughs> which is a new game that I started <laughs> do playing. Do you dress up your Cat Warriors? Is, uh, is, is your cat named Bramble Pelt? Bramble Pelt. No, unfortunately, <laughs> they already have names, but man, Bramble Pelt's a good one. Bramble Pelt. <laughs> 
I'm going to name my child Bramble Belt. Hello, welcome. Uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome to our Origins time. Uh, we're going to Origins like in like two weeks, right? Yeah. Less than two weeks, yep. even maybe. No, about two weeks. Two now. weeks. Yeah. We um, got our hotel book. Got, well, yeah, most of us got our tickets. You slow pokes. We're getting our tickets tonight. Uh, we're going to be <laughs> yeah. there. We all got matching shirts with like Hell our yeah. little art on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Saturday of Origins, we'll probably be wearing those. First, I'm going to be wearing my sick Pride Parade t shirt. Catch me at the Pride Parade if you want to do some cool hangs and, uh, then I'm gonna switch into my cool podcast T-shirt, and we'll all wear our cool podcast shirts. And uh, we also got business cards made because we, we are so full official. So and cool. we're gonna so uh, cool. would it be like super lame to sign those? Yes, one hundred percent. That's such a douchey thing. I'm to not do, gonna right? sign anything. Yeah. Let me just sign these in case they're worth like fifty cents in a they're, couple of years. They're never oh. going to be worth fifty cents. <laughs> I have to give someone fifty cents to take it. We will give out business cards. Catch us with our cute little cards and our cute little shirts. We'll look like the people on the shirt. We wow. will. Wow! Yeah. Uh, so good artwork if, if done listen. by Rainy over here. Oh, did a great job with those. Oh, you're sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So if you're gonna be there, and or you want to hang out with some weird, weird people, weird old people. Just yeah, you, you can shoot us an email at our Speak email address. <laughs> what the weird part or the old part? Speak for yourself. <laughs> mm, you're gonna get them creaky knees one day. You're gonna walk upstairs and it sound like a Stretch Armstrong. Ain't gonna happen to me. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Happens to everybody. I am exactly like two years younger than you. Yep, and then two years from now you're gonna get Stretch Armstrong knees. Who are you? I'm telling I'm you. you, but older. But anyways, if you're gonna be there and want to like, you know, see what. But we look like in person for whatever reason, you sick pervert. I'm not going to kink shame, but you sick pervert. Aww. You can send us an email at um, tablestoppodcast at gmail. Is I'm it pretty sure it's just tablestopcast. <laughs> it's just tablestopcast <laughs> gosh, we at forgot gmail. to do the promos last time, guys, and we just forgot it all. We did. Uh, it's tablestopcast at gmail.com. We're yeah. get a whiteboard. So, uh, we'll be Set there Saturday the and Sunday. Uh, we're not going as long as we did last year. Because uh, we did Geek In. But we will be there Saturday and Sunday. We're open to meeting up with people, just hanging. We'll be trolling around the convention center. Catch me with a, a sick boba tea in my hand. And uh, <laughs> hopefully some cool art is a real dream. Hell yeah. So uh, you guys plan to do any events? Or are we just going to walk around and meander? And I'm doing a Keyforge event. I definitely want to do one. Like I was, I was planning on doing the the vault tour that they had there, but that is eight hours long, and I would not have time to do anything else. So I, I think I'd join you for that Key Forge event. Yeah, there's there's a there's a quite a few just two like three a hour events that are going on. That I just want to. I'm gonna probably break those. away and just see everything break in there that away. I can. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna meander the hell out of that place. I'm gonna get lost in the booths. I'm gonna get lost in the sauce. Booze? Like, where am I? I Is that know. a thing oh, kids say? Booths. Ah, I was like, booths. I didn't know they allowed drinkings. Booths. <laughs> booths. Oh, we could do a lots of drinkings. Oh, Saturday night, uh, I'm going to get so smashed. I'm going to get sloppy, boys and girls. I'm going to get sloppy, and then I'm going to try to be like, let's go on a walk, even though it's 12 a.m., and you guys are going to go, that's a really bad idea, and I'm going to be like, we're young, let's do it, and you're going to be like, we're not that young, we can't just walk around a city, we don't know it, 12 a.m. while drunk. Columbus at midnight, we can't yeah. do that. It, uh, you're going to have to stop me, because I know 
drunk rainy at 12 a.m. is going to be like, let's go explore the cities like one of those cool artsy movies. This is our time. And you're going to be like, no, rainy, go uh, That's how you down. get mugged. What that's how you get trafficked. What are you talking about? I don't know. It's just those artsy movies uh, where like young tape. folk like walk around <laughs> the city and are like, oh, I'm so free. I'm so young. We the Aragonda the whole is young. It's in French. That was you trying to speak French. No, there's no rules. There's no chaperone like those. Like I'm still like you know. I mean, I'm 23, so I'm still like fresh out of like you go to a school trip and you have to like do whatever the parent chaperone tells you. Am I the parent chaperone? I don't want to be the parent (laughs) chaperone. I'm still pretty new to like. I didn't do go on a lot of vacations until I like. The past couple of years with you guys, so I'm still relatively new to like. There are no boundaries. I can literally go wherever I want, and I'm not gonna get like in trouble. You should. I'm be allowed like eight to ten years out of the parent chaperone thing, though. No, I'm talking to chaperones in general because even in college, whenever you would go on like college trips, like it was still like, all right, you're not allowed to go here and here, and Wait, really, you need to meet up at this. It's like we're going to this exact place, and you need to meet up. With, back with us at this time like the freedom you get is you're allowed to walk around the place like on your own like the the museum or something on your yeah. own but you still have to be back in an exact time and you have to go to this exact museum and then this is lunchtime but this is like pure freedom dude you could do whatever the fuck you want there's nobody to say well at this time the bus is coming so we gotta no fuck you i'm going wherever i want well, I'm i mean we go still have kind out. of restrictions like the, the exhibit hall closes at six and well yeah that's just general like but after six man the there's entire no city is my oyster there's no rules after six i'm going to duck donuts duck the, donuts. the it's a subway but for donuts we're going there i'm gonna get so many donuts I'm breaking my diet for that weekend. It's a, it's allowed. <laughs> I will break my diet for that one weekend, and I will eat twelve donuts to myself. I'm excited. I'm full hype for this. I you're love not allowed the city. to be sick. Yeah, I was just gonna say oh, definitely we're sharing a room up. with Ritter. We're all sharing one room. Ritter, you're gonna have to plug your ears because uh, I'm definitely throwing up. You're gonna just <laughs> just tell me, and I will just walk out of the room, That's and fine. I will go wander the city at uh, night. <laughs> That's the last time we ever saw Ritter. uh, I'm not like a freak, I swear. I throw up very easy. I have a very weak stomach, and I just, I just throw up like so unbelievably easy. Go find that one guy. It's like, hey man, what are you doing out here? Our roommates throw up. Oh, me too. (laughs) Oh, I get that. (laughs) And then, and then you guys will will share a little stare, and and then, Uh, and then they'll be like, oh, that's a sick shirt you got on there. Do you like the animes? And you'll be like, I do like the animes. I don't even. And then he's gonna be like, hey, you want to get some coffee? And I don't own even and then a you're single. gonna go on a due date with some stranger. You I don't found. even own a single. You're gonna go on a due date. With I some don't even guy. own a single. Catharsis in Columbus. And then, and then you're gonna leave me in the hotel room. You just said my full name. <gasps> <gasps> oh no! <gasps> you follow the Facebook page. They could easily find you. <laughs> I don't follow the Facebook page. <laughs> Why don't you follow the Facebook page? How dare you? Need those likes. Do your part. Own work. We need those Not likes. We 100%. only have like six, and three of them are us, and one of them is oh, Hannah. And there's that guy from uh, uh from Michigan. Yeah. No, Illinois. <laughs> hey, Illinois guy. Thank you for making up 6% of our listens. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. And I want to thank our oldest fan, that sweet old elder gentleman. Oh, that old that guy is all just of our stuff. so sweet. We, we care about you deeply, dude. We don't know what we'd do without your support. You specifically. You know who you are. Thank you. There's gonna be like five old dudes listening to it, like, oh, it's me. (laughs) It's me. I'm gonna write them a letter. 
Thank you for liking our Facebook posts. There's only one of you that did that, so you know who you are. You yeah. know who you are. Oh, Early man. days of this podcast. This Shall is going to be unlistenable whenever we have like a hundred in the bank. And somebody's you think like, we're going to have a hundred in the bank? I think we'll last for a while. Ooh. <laughs> I admire the confidence. I do too. Indeed. I thought you meant a hundred listeners also. No, no, no. I, I meant like realized you meant a hundred oh. episodes. Yeah, we're going to keep doing them whether you listen or not. So <laughs> I don't even care if you're listening right now. I do. I do. I do so much. <laughs> like I care so much. Sometimes, sometimes at night I think about you listening to me. Ooh, you're gonna I have don't. to stop. Ooh. Ooh. You're gonna have to stop. Oh man, you leaked <laughs> over that line. I did. Like, all right, I'm gonna veer, I'm gonna veer this back on track. But origins, yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> we'll be there with our shirts. We'll be there with our matching uh, cards. We're gonna hand them out, and uh, they all people match. Are I checked be, every single like, one confused gonna, a bit, like, but we're gonna do it you. anyways. Mm. Oh, we are. We're gonna hide them. In things and people hey, are gonna are be like, "When did I get this?" You have to sneak card? them into those twenty dollars surprise boxes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just we have to get somebody to distract them, and you just go over and be like, "Filling the boxes with these cards." I bet you we could. It'll be like that. Uh, the scene oh, of Hannah's the Grinch. gonna be there. Hannah has like a hundred on her sleight of hand not skill. Gonna be there. Don't oh, remind shit. me. Be there. Oh, I forgot. Oh. It's gonna be like that scene in the Grinch where he's throwing the mail into the wrong slots, except with me and business cards. Excuse me. What? What? Did what you was just that? Do a was thing? that code? No, I was. Or, oh, no, I was. I had Dan scratched his wrist when I said that and gave me a face like it was code for something. Like no, no, I, I had an itch. I was like, that's oh. a weird itch I have on my hand. Oh, okay. And you I was know, the, about the, the Grinch, Grinch was, the Grinch live action movie yeah, where he goes thinking, into the town. And he's like, Jerry duty, Jerry duty. Mailer, mailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's gonna be like you know, that. Cindy Lou who ended up being like a rocker chick. Yeah, oh, she's, she's pretty, pretty awesome. She's the main singer for Pretty Reckless. Yeah, she's pretty yes, damn that band is know. awesome. No, but uh, <laughs> if you're eating a sandwich at Origins and all of a sudden you're like, what it? What's that? What's that? Paper tray. Uh, look, because I'm there and I just slid a t- business card into your sandwich. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. I will buy the first listener who is like, yo, I listen you to you. Buy I will buy them. Anything. I will buy them something. That was my you know, disclaimer. You know what I'm going to buy them? I'm going to buy them my attention. Oh. I'm going to buy no, them. No, uh, I'm going to one-up you because, deadass, if you, like, find me, I will buy you a nice treat. Like we will nice all steal you that puppy. That puppy is still there. We will. Puppy's still there. Puppy, puppy, is the puppy even alive anymore? Anybody uh, remember to feed that puppy? We haven't checked on it in a while. Mm. <laughs> Whose turn was it to watch the puppy? Well, it was a sticker, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you got to feed that sticker, though. No, that sticker hungry. Sticker. Stickers eat glue. <laughs> mm. Stickers Horses. are glue. I mean, <laughs> the glue is on the sticker. <laughs> a thousand yard stick. It slurps it up. <laughs> Uh, find me well, at Origins, then. I'll buy you like a, a a fun little tea or maybe like a donut for being sweet. Oh, Just man. come up and be like, are you Rainy from Table Stop? And I'm like, oh, you got me. Take this donut. You're actually obligated. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you heard it here, folks. The first one listeners to come up to me <laughs> and say hello gets a free uh, little treat of your choosing. Just just the first one that pops up, just like, oh, I'm sorry, somebody already got me. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Thank Do you, you not see that though. guy that just like walked away? Ah, oh, oh, you missed him. He blended right into the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Now I'll buy you a little donut or a little boba tea. We can be boba tea buddies. Boba tea buddies. Boba tea buddies. It'll be fun. No, find me. Find me. Please. Yeah, please. Please help. Help I'm lost. Please find me. 
<laughs> no, but uh, that's it. We'll probably. Uh, I don't think our next podcast is going to be until after Origins, actually. So yeah, probably. we will do a fun little Origins wrap-up, which will probably be even more extensive than the Geek End wrap-up because we're going to see a ton of stuff, and we're definitely going to want to talk about it. Uh, until then, you can email us at tablestopcast at gmail.com if you want to get more information about where we'll be at Origins. You can follow us on Facebook at Tablestop. Uh, Twitter is Tablestopcast. Tumblr is tablestop.tumblr.com. Com. Uh, we are hosted on Anchor, but you probably already know that. We also got YouTube. We are getting episodes up on that. YouTube is one episode behind our Anchor and our other stuff, though, to try and get more people filtered into that. So if you're like, dang, I wish there was another episode, and you're listening on YouTube, odds are there's already one up. So go hit up our Anchor, bud. We also have a subreddit now, uh, Tablestop. It's our Tablestop. Give that a follow. I am a moderator. Dan's a moderator. Kyle's a moderator. Hi. I do not know who is Reddit information to add him, but who knows? Maybe by now he'll be part of it. I don't know. Who knows? Nah, probably not. Probably not. Reddit, do you know what Reddit is? Nah. Cool. Oh. I don't either. Oh. You guys introduced me to Reddit. Yeah, I, I was like, "Yo, here's here's Reddit," and like, like before the the recording, you're like, "I got a million karmas, and I got I got eight hundred golds." I have ten thousand karma, thank you. And I no, have gold right I, I gotta now. be. I'm the social media marketer. I gotta you do are. my job. No, uh, but that's about it. Anybody want to add anything? Uh, streams maybe at some point. Streams maybe at some point. We'll keep you updated on Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, all of our oh, all Twitter. of our little bits and everything. Twitter. We will uh, make announcements and Get stuff like that. Uh, if you guys want to see us stream any specific board games, please, please email us. We are working on how to get that stream quality up. So we are currently in the works with that, and we'd love suggestions on what you want us to do. Fuck you, we're not streaming Fork Knife. Oh. No fork knife on no this stream. Knife. No fork knife, no loot boxes. Allowed. I don't open loot boxes. I don't play the fork knife on the stream. I don't I don't play the mine minester. I don't play minesweeper. We're not playing any any of those games. But if you like send me a loot box, I'll open it for you. Like I'll open it and record myself opening it, but I'm not going to pay for one. That, but that's if you literally what he said that he wouldn't that he wouldn't uh, do it. But if they if, I, I said if I they buy, if they buy me one I will definitely open it and be like, thank you. It's free. What am I going to do? Yeah. Am I going to say no to free shit? Nah. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>